Oh, hello. Is that in the background? No, it's you. It's breathing, isn't it? Oh, I'm hearing <laughs> someone screaming. Oh, can you hear that? Yeah. Oh, it's my daughter. I've locked her in the cupboard. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that's, that's proper Michael Jackson, that is. <laughs> ABC of Gaming. I'm Chris, and I'm joined this month with by Mr. Adam Parry. Hello. And Mr. Ben Ford. <laughs> Shamon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was my Michael Jackson impression right there, by the way. Up the hee hee. Yeah. Blowing... Was the, sh- was the Shamo with Michael Jackson as well, was it? <laughs> Shamo or Shamo, I never got that. I just never get it. Uh, I, th- I saw it. Shamo. I never, I never got it for Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Oh, very small penis. <laughs> but very tasty nipples. <laughs> That's brilliant. Oh, are you talking about Eminem? Fucking hell, that's bad. Sorry, dad jokes inbound. I'm afraid. I'm sorry about that. Um, What I don't get is, did because Michael Jackson was like, well, he was originally black, but then he turned white. (laughs) Well, you know, it doesn't matter if you're black or white, Stabby. Come on. Uh, (laughs) What color was his cock? That's what I was thinking. What What color do you think it was? Half and half. (laughs) I reckon just the bell end was white, so it looked like a pint of Guinness. We should, we should ask some of the victims. Allegedly. Yeah, well, my, did, I did take it you watched that documentary, um, Ben? I no, haven't. not at all. No, I can't watch it. Oh, okay. No. Uh, Adam, I know you watched the first half. Have you watched the second half? Yeah. Yet? Not yet. Not yet. No, no. I've got to get the popcorn and the chocolate ready to watch that one, so I can munch away, munch away while uh, while watching tales of uh, tales of child bumming. <laughs> oh, oh god! Oh yeah, I've got a yeah. cock in my throat. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, uh, how how are you both? Uh, I take it you've been well. Ben, I know you wanted to talk about Michael Jackson, and uh, we did. Adam and I did an entertainment show with Dave last mm. week, and it did come up in conversation about this Michael mm. Jackson documentary. Jackson. Jackson. Uh, yeah, Jackson Nation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and you know we had a conversation about i say i haven't seen it but um you know about whether or not we should uh, be allowed to enjoy michael jackson's music still and all that kind of stuff because of the revelations that have come out about him and all that kind well what's your take on it ben because uh yeah i know you um, you're keen to talk about it i love his music Really? Um, <laughs> so I don't give no shit. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, look, if we were to, if you just imagine this for a second, if we were to stop actually listening to, watching uh, anything with anyone with a tainted life, uh, we should probably, you know, we'd just never watch or do anything because 
if you imagine like films that have been made, there's probably directors that have bummed boys back in the past and uh, all <laughs> sorts of shenanigans. So, you know, if you are we meant to stop watching everything, it's ridiculous. You can't censor the music, really. I mean, it doesn't change the music as such, does it? I mean, I hate Gary Glitter's music just on its own, not just the fact that he bummed the boys. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, that was one of his songs, wasn't it? Bomb the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I think he was only into the boys, wasn't he? Uh, I don't know. No. Yeah. Was it only Viet- was it Vietnamese boys he was into? Uh well, it's easier out there, isn't it? <laughs> a hell of a lot cheaper. Yeah, they just set them up, set them on the markets, didn't they? <laughs> Hang them up and everything. Let's see, yeah. let's see. <laughs> Which size do you go for? <laughs> I'm a small. <laughs> <laughs> We shouldn't laugh. We shouldn't laugh. Have you got anything uh, five-year-old size? (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible, Adam. You can't say that. I didn't. That was someone else. Oh, of course it was, yeah. Mm. A little bit old for me, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. No, no, the joke aside, no, it's disgusting. Um, I think it's pretty common knowledge what um, he'd done and got up to. It's just, um, I think there's lots of denial out there, and it's crazy. I mean, it's yeah, absolutely... we talked about that. Yeah. The denial is the people who are like, like, I've just noticed it on social media. I mean, I know it's the keyboard warrior people and all that and all that bullshit. But seriously, some of these people are like almost in such defense over him. It's crazy. You cannot deny what that man's done. It's just impossible. You know, it's just crazy. So, yeah, it's despicable. I mean, I've got to be honest, I don't tend to listen to his music anyway. Um, I hope we have to. Hope, is our theme tune going to be kept intact? Well, we, again, we did bring that up. Again, it's tongue in cheek a little bit. Best place for it to be, buddy. <laughs> Get your tongue right up my cheek. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> And I was thinking, oh, it goes so well. And I think, you know, I think we're safe with it. <laughs> That's what they all said, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that was his chat up line. <laughs> it goes so well. <laughs> it feels so good, you know. It just mm. kind of. Uh... <laughs> I'm pleased we're taking this subject seriously, by the way. Uh, no. uh, but, uh, you know, it was kind of, well, I look at it like this was the Jackson 5, so it's a bit different. I mean, you know. Yeah, when they were keeping it in the family and the rest of them were fisting Michael when he was young, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but five of them were up for it and one of them wasn't, so five win every time. <sighs> But I, 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 <laughs> I mean, other than that, I mean, what else could we change? I mean, there's like ABC and the, the band. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Ooh, smooth uh, criminal. <laughs> oh, smooth and soft and all silky mm. when he pops it at my body. People like Daniel, right? You know, who else we got out there? All these people have given us so much material over the years. It's funny. Yeah. It does it. <laughs> we should start a Rolf Harris, Jimmy Savile, Michael Jackson fan club. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. What age? What age range do you play? <laughs> 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 you know, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, no one's done that one then. Uh... <laughs> just stick to the usual then. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Should we get off this subject? Oh, 
god. Uh, I think we should stick with the theme tune. At the end of the day, you know, it's an, it's a piece of music. It, yeah. You know. Oh, I mean, I was, I'm, I was wasn't really seriously contemplating sort of removing it. <clears throat> no, me. but there would be people out there who would, you know, and that's the problem. Really? I mean, after all the shit that we've just talked about for the past five minutes, and I think people are going to get offended by it. No, 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 no. I mean, there would be people who do other podcasts. Let's say they had that as their theme tune. Would be taking that down straight away because they're fanny pussy motherfuckers. And yes, well said. Yeah. yeah. Or every month you could find a cover. You could find a cover of the song in a different genre. Oh, oh. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, I don't. Or we could just sing it a cappella every time we play. Every time we record. <laughs> <laughs> in our in our different styles, you know. Oh, yeah. A B C, easiest one, two, three. <laughs> yeah, when we get to some of the accents, it ain't going to be any better. Nah. A B C, no dear, one, two, three. Oh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh you're a small criminal. <laughs> oh, you just beat it, you big thriller. Anyway, let's talk about deaths. <laughs> let's, get, let's get the party started. Come on. Who, who's died? Uh, there has been some recently. I mean, I haven't, got a ch- I haven't had a chance to talk about them. We had Jean Michael Vincent, didn't we? Yes, well. yeah. Uh, I'm getting confused because this, I was saying to Stabby before we went on air, uh, that um, it seems way longer than a month since we were recorded, if I'm honest. Yeah. I'm, I'm confused has... what's happened in the last month. If I'm um, nothing. Death. No obituaries at all to. Uh, no, right. no. I'm just trying to think who's going to be next. Who's going to be next? Uh, a rich, uh, David Attenborough. Yeah that's, yeah, that's my fear. It could be him. Yeah. Who else is old? Uh, yeah, but at least it's natural causes, you know. There's yeah. Some, there's some wild animal takes his head off or something. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be fucking unlucky, wouldn't it? Uh, and here we have... <laughs> <laughs> oh, he could just get fisted by a mountain gorilla. Oh, that'd be awesome. Fucking hell, you'd split him in half. <laughs> Are we back oh. to Michael Jackson again? <laughs> 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 like you said, he did have bubbles. So, <laughs> oh. uh, um, talking about death and stuff, I know because we talked a little bit about it on <laughs> the um, on the, the entertainment show. It sounds entertaining. <laughs> it was. Well, I think like Dave jokes, there was a, a child abduction, uh, kitty fiddling, and death. Uh, so yeah, that's quite a, a cheerful show. But mm. what did you think of Afterlife? Because I know we've oh, spoken privately about it, but I'll yeah. give you your chance to sort of have a chat about it. Well, I'll let Adam go because seriously, I mean, you know what my are my opinion is going to be. Well, he um, talked about it on the entertainment. Show, yeah, so he, oh, mine. Okay, yeah, it just blows my mind. I mean, he's an absolute hero of mine. It's that's that's clear. I've always really loved Gervais right back. Um, I, in fact, I I only really came across him um, <laughs> for the first time <laughs> with the with the Office. Actually, um, that's the first time I'd seen him. I wasn't I wasn't aware of his. Um, he used to be on XFM, I think it was. So yeah. I was never there right at the start when he had the Ricky Gervais show and all that stuff. But no, I've always been captivated i've loved everything he's done and this um 
it seems like every time he comes out with a new show, that it just he seems to knock it out of the park for me. There's so much pathos in that show. It's just he always manages to send an incredible message out and takes the piss out of everything that's going on. It's much like Alan Partridge, which I'll talk about a bit as well, um, but in a less less cringier way of doing it, you know. Um, but yeah, just I, I, I was blown away. It made me cry, it made me laugh. I watched it. I watched the I watched the whole six episodes in the first day that it came out, and then I rewatched them with Nikki. Because um, I said to you, you've got to watch this. So within the first week, I'd seen it twice. Um, and it's one of those things that are layered again. I think you can go back and watch again. Then we watched Derek again. I know I'm coming off the topic here a little bit again, but uh, we watched Derek through Derek and that blew her mind. The man is an absolute genius, uh, without a shadow of a doubt. Just he manages to send such a message and get away with more stuff than many other people would get away with, but yeah. does it for the right reasons. A bit like, you know, we've been talking about blazing saddle, saddles with the um you know the wild ride boys you know th that movie was there for a particular message that you it's a shame you wouldn't be able to get away with it now but i think someone like gervais could probably pull that off you know in a way yeah. a similar thing he's the only guy him or steve coogan for me would be the only guys who could probably pull that off so yeah it's crazy crazy good amazing mm. yeah uh, we, that's we, funny because we all said it was shit <laughs> <laughs> I just um there are certain that certain sections are just uh, you it, it's um you know you, you get to see I don't uh, th this one seems to have captivated even more people even people I had known who just don't like Gervais for some reason mm -hmm. um I, I've even had people like that saying how great they thought it was um which is quite strange considering he's really just playing himself again you know uh, uh, you know most of his shows it's a uh, I mean, I know uh, David Brent was very over the top, awkward. Um, but when you consider things like extras, it's really himself. And I think Afterlife was himself, but a much more morbid version. You know, but, but great black comedy. You know, you know, it's just I, I think incredible. And I think what makes it so good is he surrounds himself with a team of people, like in front of the camera and behind. So he's got a good team that he sort of pinches from um, his other shows and he's obviously very happy with those guys and it's got me on to looking at some other people like the what, what's her name um the one who played the office woman in uh, um this afterlife the... but she's a stand-up comedian it's the first time i've seen her and i've ended up going down a bit of a rabbit hole with her on youtube and watching her she's hilarious is it kunk or someone's like is that oh, philomena oh. kunk yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah and it just honestly brilliant and obviously you've got um kerry um was it Godlyman? Is it? I think. Yes. I think. Yeah. I she him. is just fantastic as well. Yeah. And the rest of them, the, the the dude, like the best friend who sits opposite him in this as well, is the guy who uh, puts his fingers in the food in extras. You know, he's the guy who's in the, um, you know, when they have breaks in between filming, he's the guy who actually serves up the food. So he tends to, you know, reuse a lot of his um, former people. He's, you know, from from previous shows. But you can, you know, I think from the average watcher, they might not notice that other than the main stars, you know, but no, mm. it's just, uh, honestly blew me away. He's covered every single subject on Afterlife and it really sent out, if, if, if no one's come off away from that and felt better about themselves and, and perhaps how they should um, act within this world, um, then they're mental because it really does send an astounding message as far as I'm concerned. Mm. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah, that Philomena Kunk, um, that's not a real name, is it? Uh, <laughs> she's uh, she's been on a lot of uh, Charlie Brooker, oh, okay, shows, hasn't she? So, yeah. yeah, seen her before, uh, so yeah, she's good, oh, but yeah, okay. <clears throat> Diane Morgan, that's her name. So, uh, did you guys like Adam, the new Alan Partridge as well? I haven't watched any of it, yeah, I must admit, I, oh, I'm a kind of a, an in and out partridge, but I did talk to uh. 
uh, somebody at work who said it was really good, but it was like oh. really cringy, like so you know, you, oh, some yeah. stuff. He's that. taken the mantle off Gervais, I think, for cringe factor. Really? Yeah, and I'm comfortable with that. I mean, he's he's managed to keep that character alive and reinvent it so many times. It's crazy. I didn't like the only thing I've never liked is the film. I thought the film was pretty terrible, if I'm honest. Uh, the Alpha, Alpha, I think it's called Alpha, Alpha Pop Popper. Yeah, yeah, I'd never gone with that for some reason. But I, 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 I've, I've, again, it's one of the shows. All things like Gervais and Steve Coogan. Do you ever watch the trip with Rob Brydon, Steve Coogan? That is fantastic. Yeah. Um, you've seen that? Um, I think everything he seems to do is genius. I mean, his background comes from all the way back from back in the day, doing the voices on um, Spit and Image and stuff. Mm. Absolute genius, that man. Uh, yeah, just uh, it's, he's from a breed. There's not many of those guys around anymore, sadly. Mm. Yeah. But, mm. yeah. I will have to check that out. Like I said, I was sort of dropping in and out of Alan Partridge. I liked the sit, you know, when he was on uh, the original series, yeah. uh, and then when he w went and lived in the hotel for that was yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Then I dropped out of it. I started watching it, but then I kind of lost interest. One where he yeah. he has like a Romanian girlfriend or whatever. Well, that was uh, amazing. I mean, that was great as well. But the thing is, how he's reinvented himself this time is by it's it's again it's a it's a social commentary on what's going on at the moment. So it's based where he's actually doing a, 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 an early morning TV show. Uh, and so you get the cuts in between and it's just, it, it, it leads to some really hilarious things. It covers sexism, racism, all the similar sort of stuffs that um, Gervais does in his shows, but does it with way more cringe, uh, but also still sends out a message of how ridiculous things like racism and sexism really are, you know? So, mm. Yeah, amazing. Mm. Oh, I'll check that one out. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> okay. As you can probably tell, I've got a, another fucking cold. It's my third one of the year. <coughs> I'm not quite sure why. Uh, it's a good job I'm not a hypochondriac. Otherwise, I'd <laughs> there's something wrong with me. But um, but there you go. Uh, you been up to anything else, Ben? Yeah, I've started a video little channel with my daughter, which was amazing fun. She's been begging to do that for ages. Um, and the name that she came up with was basically gaming. Which is uh, the funny thing is the reason she picked that, which I thought, you know, I, I think it's pretty lame, but uh, you know, <laughs> what, you know what? It's my daughter, and I just want to make her happy, and uh, it's fantastic. But she um, came up with it because you'll notice that she says basically the word basically quite a lot, uh, which which is quite funny because it reminds me when I first started podcasting back in the day that that was the thing that I think we all tended to say quite a lot. Yeah. And it's just quite natural to do that. But no, it's been great. We've done one episode, which we put up a couple of weeks ago. And it's about, uh, what is it, half an hour, is it? Something like that, 40 minutes covering um, the start of Mirror's Edge, the original from 2008 or nine, when it was, I can't remember. But it's just great. Do you know what? I can't express oh. how incredible it is to be sitting next to your daughter in the same room chatting about something it, it, there's something very special with that and uh, mm. and because she's got her own youtube channel and I've, I've i've linked it in even though it's not actually going on the website or anything but i've linked if we're gonna we're deciding that every time we do it i'm gonna just mention this from 60 minutes with an abc of gaming you know just to pimp us out a bit and mm. hopefully you know tag it all in and stuff well it's uh, a great laugh yeah i mean if you ask dave because on the the website there is like a little bit where there's you can put youtube videos and stuff so oh, okay if you ask him i'm sure he'll put it well i was gonna ask him tonight but he couldn't bother to turn up the lazy cunt <laughs> again yeah lazy yeah. bastard he's banging uh, tina once more yeah i think he likes to listen to us that's the thing he, you know because uh, he, ne he never listens to the sh shows he's on yeah. so uh i think it's, it's a nice treat for him to listen to yeah. us so yeah. do you think yeah. he wanks while doing it well, he's, he's firstly, you should not call Tina it. <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting sort of language that is, but uh, I think he wanks constantly, actually. 
Mm. I think. Well, he's normally walking the dog when he listens to us. So it, it, again, it, no need to call Tina. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I love you, Tina. <laughs> she does listen to us, by the way. She. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, she, she told me. Well, he did um, mention he can't see very well, so the wanking would come into uh, come into play. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, but now I did watch. Um, I watched the whole thing, but I have watched uh, about fifteen minutes of it. Yeah, and... I mean, look, it's going to grow. It's going to get better, hopefully. And yeah, you know, it's just it's just good fun. There's nothing big coming out of it. It's just to interact and do something yeah, together. It's great. So... Well, like you said, I mean, you're doing something that you both love doing, and and yeah. it, you know, it's it's amazing. And the yeah. thing is, like in years to come, you'll kind of you look back and watch it and uh, and cringe. Yes. Ben, you are a bit shit at Mirror's Edge. I mean, it, that oh is... my god, mate, it was hilarious. Yeah, uh, the fact I couldn't even see that. And bear in mind, I've got quite far in this game originally on the PS3. And th this is the look, we're going to stick with PC games. It's just easier. It's what we know. It's, you know, it's easier for us to both sit there and talk. Uh, and our recordings, we're just used to doing it. And to upload, it's easier. So I'm playing the PC version, which is really, really good. It just still looks great, that game as well. You know, it, it really does. But yeah, I'm the arse of it. I just can't believe how bad I am. If I'm I just. I mean, it was like watching Alzheimer's Simulator. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. It's like lit walking around in circles. Yeah. Oh, no, it was Anya all the time, really. It wasn't me. I, mean, <laughs> I, I wish that was the case, but no. It's great. Uh, you know, it's just, it's been really busy. Other than that, I've had so little time. It's, I don't know. I know you guys have been working really hard as well. It's just been work, 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 work. And, you know, spending amazing time with Nikki and that. And just been, yeah, it's been crazy. But, you know, we're having fun. You know, just trying to fit things in here and there, so. Mm, that's what Michael Jackson said as well. Really? <laughs> uh, but, uh, that's great. I mean, I, you know, I know how hard you've been working. You've been had loads on and stuff. <coughs> oh, Do you reckon they had more fun these kids before or after they got paid? Uh, oh, what the the kids mm. from? We're talking about Michael Jackson. Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. we were talking about kids in general, like with. Uh, what we were talking about off air, you know, about having more access to things these days. And stuff yeah, like no, I was going back to the Jackson. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I say, I or do you think I had less less fun when the money ran out? I, I, I don't know. I haven't watched it. Adam, you've watched it. So no, good. this is just. I've general. only seen half of it. You don't have to have seen the documentary. This is years ago. He paid off people, didn't he? Fucking hell, years ago. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, like did he said... did he pay those two off? I don't know if he did. Did he? He settled out of court years ago yeah. at twenty million pounds or something for it not to go to court. So, I think, like you said, Adam, because I was listening back to the entertainment show today, like you know, there, there were all these, always these rumours about, you know, how he, you know he'd it just felt like he was closer to children because he yeah. never never grew up himself, and and everybody just thought, oh. what, and still come up with these incredibly lyric songs coming from an adult's mind. I, yeah, it just it's. You know, it's strange. crazy, really. And it isn't, you know, and, and where are these parents half the time? That's who I'd be looking at. You know? mm. Pretty crazy for parents to let all sorts. I mean, I remember years ago seeing the, um, there was a some show that he, I think an awards show, and he, he was, uh, it's just uncomfortable to watch because he's bouncing this child on his knee. Have you seen that? And it, something weird about that, all that, you know, I would say, regardless of whatever, if anything has or hasn't happened, blah, 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 that is not normal behaviour under no. any circumstances. So... Well, it's like I was saying, it was almost it was almost in plain sight so much that it... it Hidden you know. in plain sight. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Great little indie game. <laughs> Are you playing Michael Jackson trying to groom kids? No, it's a different game. Have you never played Hidden in Plain Sight? No. Uh, no. It's a great little game. Yeah, it's on, it's on PC and Xbox. Yeah, great little cracking game. I mean, maybe I'll talk about that one day. Yeah, it's great. <clears throat> 
Um, uh, yeah, so just to go back to what we're talking about, well, to put, bring it into the conversation, mm. we were saying about, you know, uh, you, you doing what you're doing with your daughter and everything, and, and that, yeah. you know, when we were kids, we only had like uh, four channels, didn't well, three. I do oh. remember Channel 4 coming in. Yeah, yeah so we only had three. Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? And then, and then there's never anything good on BBC Two, like for kids anyway. No, it's all yeah. like educational bullshit, like the yeah, Open University. Beard. Yeah, but then there was less little shitheads around that we've got now. There's way more. They all they want everything. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Do you know what I mean? They fucking don't realise what they've got these days. You've got to have a real good, you know, good um, hand on them. <laughs> you <know what> I'm <laughs> <saying>. <laughs> You've got to have a, a strong mind. These kids have got, you know, the technology there, even as a bog standard starting point for the kids nowadays, what they're getting is crazy. And yes, I'm well aware that we probably sound like, our parents did back in the day with the technology. Because I mean, you know, I've always grown up with technology. It's always been there. Like, I remember my dad originally having a camcorder back in about 19... In fact, he had it back in the um, 70s. But obviously me growing up, I remember him filming us. At... <laughs> so it sounds a bit weird. Going <laughs> <laughs> we did a... I once, it just reminded me, I once, me and my sister actually did a home movie. <laughs> it's getting a bit weird, isn't it? <laughs> we actually did The Incredible Hulk. And it was it was crazy, and yeah, my dad. Do you remember you had the big VCR pack on, like strapped to your side, and yeah. then you had the camera, and it was great. And just just doing that back in the day, I had this um, incredible Hulk mask, and uh, we'd do a little cut where my, uh, we'd have a mannequin doll, and I'd throw it, and then you cut the film, and that's like back in about 1982 or something crazy like that. So we were brought up with lots and lots of technology, like computers and all that, and video things. But it's like the starting point now is fucking ridiculous. Mm. It is crazy, isn't it? Yeah, getting yeah. to do that all on your phone, you know, it's mental. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've got access to all of the knowledge in the world in the palm of your hand straight away. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it's made us lazy, really. Like, lazy in the sense of you don't need to learn much because you just look it up on Google. You, you, you know, it's just, it's just, we've become a little bit lazy, I think. Mm. And people have got lots of back trouble, neck trouble um, from phones. But, I'm not going to stop using them because they're also so handy. And, you know, it's all about balance at the end of the day, isn't it? You know, it's all about giving them enough time to use technology and making sure they still go out and have fun out outside because that is that that's where I think you as a family will get more enjoyment. Just actually going out and you know spending time going to the park, which is something little simple things I do normally at the weekend and that with the kids. You know, just still having lots of family time, which is really important. I might moan quite a lot about not having time to do much myself because work is hectic and that, but I'll never change any of that for the family time. It's crazy. Mm. So, yeah. 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 No, no. totally agree. Totally agree. Um, got anything else, Ben? No, just been listening to loads of podcasts, like crazy amounts. I'm on the road a lot, um, which like, but I'll mention those probably at the end of the share. Mm, awesome. Um, Adam, what have you been up to? Had I had my birthday? What I, what I was I just having that last time? Uh, when was your birthday? It was March. Second right? of March. I think we may have recorded the day. The, yeah, the day before we did, didn't we? Right. Yeah. Just quickly, I've got some fa that was awesome. That was really, really fantastic. And yourself, Chris, as well. Thank you for the little gifty pops. That was amazing. No um, and just, just general had a had a real good laugh at the time. And I finally got a stand for my. I don't use the fucking thing, but I got a stand for the PlayStation VR. You know, which actually holds the console and everything. All the gubbins in one place. You know, the two move controllers and the controller itself, the DualShock. It's brilliant. It just keeps it all on charge, and it's all neat and tidy. It's one of the best bits of kit ever. So, yeah, just wanted to mention that. That's mm. fantastic. Yeah. Can't remember what else I got. Probably socks and pants. Yeah, Pac-Man socks and pack pants, that sort of stuff. Pack pants. And, um, loads of stuff from the lovely girlfriend. Um, some fantastic aftershave and um, 
what else did I get? I've got to think about it now. Oh, some amazing boots she bought me. And just, yeah, just had a really, really good time. And um, just, again, just all family time. But I'm getting a little bit stir crazy because I've not been out now since the uh, middle of November. And it's a life choice. Um, but you know, little moments of just literally wanting to go out. Sometimes I sort of think to myself, oh, I just fancy going out on the fucking lash. Yeah. But you know, I've not had a drink at all since the middle of November. And I, and I, it's working for me generally, but I don't want to go the other way of where I'm kind of not, you know, it's a bit like, you know, telling someone who's a fucking, uh, you know, wants to have a bit of chocolate, right? You can never, ever have any chocolate again. You know, it's quite a difficult thing to do. Yeah. But, but I'm quite comfortable with it at the same time. But I am kind of missing just the, Get pissed, I need to somehow get some balance back into that eventually, but I haven't had the time, the money, or any of that. shit And uh, but there, there is an element of look, you know what it's like when the sun starts coming out, don't you? It's like you think, oh, just fancy a beer sitting fancy in a pub garden, point, somewhere. yeah. yeah. yeah but but it was a real right thing to do for me mentally and um, socially, and yeah. And it's sort of my relationships, you know, it's, it's been really good for the relationship. And that's the most important thing. But we're both, me and Nikki are both kind of sort of like teetering on do we or don't we? But I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. So. I think, I mean, uh, so Kay and I went out for a, a date night um, oh. uh, last month. <laughs> it's something that I said that, you know, I wanted to do more because, we, you know, as, as a, uh, you know, a couple yeah. with young children, yeah. you don't get to go out very often, just the two of you and not have to worry about the kids or whatever. So we did, you know, and, and we had a great night and, uh, you know, we, we had a bottle of wine and Kay doesn't drink, but we, we had a bottle of wine together and it was, it was my first drink of the year, basically. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we, we had a lovely time and it, she let her hair down, you know, and... Uh, uh, suck you off. Uh, anal sex. <laughs> the bullshit <laughs> bangaroonie. You know, it, well, a gentleman never tells, does he? But uh, yeah, of course we do. Basically, uh, well, you yeah. fucked up the arse. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but no. So we, we we had a we had a great night, you know. And it, I think the thing is, like you said, is lot. There's nothing wrong with getting pissed. Don't get me wrong, but you know, I guess occasionally, if you want to do that, but. Um, there is stuff that I wouldn't go into on this podcast, basically, and reasons for why I won't go and get out and get langered. And it's a part of my past. I don't, I wouldn't just, I wouldn't divulge. I would talk to you guys, obviously, off air on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's a life choice. But I want to be able to get to that part where you can just go out and enjoy yourself without having to worry about anything else and not step yeah. in. And, yeah. and that's quite interesting hearing saying you did that. I mean, how did it affect you in the sense of, did you get drunk? Like, did, did, no, no. Did. We said, well, we had a bottle of wine, so that's what probably two glasses each. Two glasses each. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and and it was just a nice kind of just, you know, chilled. Yeah. It just kind of took the edge off. Uh, but I get, the, I get the feeling that I would be drunk after just having any alcohol, seeing as I'm not drunk since November. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you know, it's it's. I'm sure you'll you'll make the right decision. I will do. I have done. I've actually turned it down a few times. So yeah. You know, yeah. So, um, but I know where you're coming from because you know you live by the seaside and there's bars and stuff like that. So when the sun comes out, it's just yeah. a nice nice to have a point. And it's just without going into it as well. It's also just a part of our relationship side of it all. There's yeah. been many reasons why we you know we haven't gone out and for, on both sides, and it's just getting your life in order and blah 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 the rest of it. But at the same time, we want to go and do a few normal things and be able to chill out and just have a you know, one or two drinks here and there. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, th that was, uh, that was that. What else? Oh, so, uh, sorry, Adam. Yes. I was, I was asked you, didn't I? What, what <laughs> but no, to be honest, um, not that much. It's been a, it's been a quiet month. Um, cause we discussed most of the stuff I've watched and whatnot on the entertainment show. Uh, but no, mainly just working and things 
Uh, we go out the weekends, go out with the Becker's family uh, at least once a weekend. So we'll go for a walk or some dinner or whatever somewhere. But apart from that, it's been, uh, it's just fucking flying by at the moment. It's just, just week, it's just like work, weekend, work, weekend, work, weekend. It's yeah. just fucking mental. Mm. But yeah, not a great deal. Mm. I mean, from my point of view, I'm glad that tonight's come at the right time. I mean, last Friday was great and everything, but um, uh, this kind of, I, I look at th these shows as well as obviously, you know, talking about games and stuff like that and having a, a great laugh, but just opening up a bit more about mm. ourselves, whereas with the entertainment show, it's more about, you know, we, we just kind of get on with it, I suppose, in some ways. But I, I, this past sort of like month or so, maybe because things have been so busy and, you know, I start, you started the year with so much positivity and it kind of, it's slow. And I think, Ben, you've kind of mm. felt like this a little bit because things have been sort of like getting on top of you a little bit with work and everything else. You feel like you're not got yeah. enough time to do the things you want to do. And I just, I don't know, feel like I've been, it's been slipping away a little bit, this sort of positivity, but I can feel it coming back now just talking to you guys because it, you just get so wrapped up in, in life and everything else. And, and it's, I, I know what you're saying, Adam, about, yeah. you know, it feels like it's going so quickly that, um you don't get time to just take a minute just for yourself just to sort of appreciate things you know and, and you just I, I don't know do you know where i'm coming from yeah absolutely I feel like i need to recharge the sort of the positivity sort of side of things you know and i am doing that you know and i, I you know through reading uh you know the books and various other books and stuff like that you know just getting back to where i want to be but it, it's something that you constantly have to be on top of i think because so, yeah. you know you can quite easily with the strains and stresses of life it can start to, you know, wear you down a bit. Do you know what I, I mean? The, the funny thing is, well, and you know, I, I've got a mate of mine who is going through some shit, and you know, I'm the guy who would normally, you know, especially when I was socialising as well, I would find that I would end up being the guy who everyone wanted to talk to. And I'm not blowing my own trumpet. Mm. I'm saying the lines of because of the positivity aspect, it kind of gives people a lift. But the funny thing is, it can take its toll, mm. and to, to, to having to use those tools that you learn like with the books and everything we've been talking about and all that sort of thing it can all of a sudden when it all gets on top of you a bit you can start like you say losing sight of it and you drop your guard a little bit yeah and just speaking to my mate who i won't say who it is um literally he's just uh, he's in a right mess and it's kind of you sometimes end up sort of thinking yourself i can't help you I i'm trying to kind of just get through this shit myself at the moment as well and it's quite difficult mm -hmm. you know it's, it's like like you say it's just like try to recalibrate and um get back to that situation of where everything seems positive. And I think the winter months don't help. You know, I think there is, there is some legitimate um, stuff side to that where when it's pissing down constantly and darkness and all of that, I think we're on the turn as well. And also life is life. We're all fucking humans and we will all have po points of getting down. Social media honestly does play a big part into it. Whilst it's great where, you know, like, you know, us guys and our little, you know, messaging um, chats we've got on WhatsApp between us and the lads over on the Wild Ride and, you know, all of us, Tina and Dave and all of us all together in that, that really helps. But other times as well, sometimes you actually can't be on there so much because that can be time consuming as well. Yeah. And if you're yeah. not feeling 100% right in yourself, I can find myself um, getting delayed at work if I'm doing that sort of stuff as well. And that in, that in turn then gets on your tits because you're getting, do you know what I mean? It's, it's a fine balance, mm. but at the same time, it's great to have that 
that side of it on the social media. But then when you go, you know, if you get bogged down too much with like the news and like fucking Twitter and all that stuff again, and reading this nonsense, you know, if you, you, you can find yourself triggering yourself off by poking, you know, just opening up a bit and looking in there and seeing all that same shit again, that can then start to play on your brain a bit as well. And like you say, Stabby, it's a bit like you feel like you're not really achieving much and time is going by. That's yeah. my issue. And yeah. even just doing that little video of my daughter was just a small element of achieving something, yeah. which which will improve and get better. But I want to do more than just that. I know, you know, we're talking about, I want to start recording the music again. And it's just finding time and doing all of that. And I want to do something with Nikki in the sense that I think, I think we could actually do something really good together just by having like chats that we do have, but just have them recorded. Because I think from her experiences and from what I've, you know, my experiences, I think it'd be quite good for people to listen. No, yeah, it's just about being honest, you know. Yeah, I mean, think that's quite something you could do quite easily. I mean, Google yeah. Hangouts and stuff, you could do it yeah. together, you know, just have a chat and stuff like that. Totally. But, um, uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, the other day it sounds weird, but I, I just kind of I felt like I, I, I wrote down a list of things, reasons to be grateful, things I've got in my life now that I'm happy with and I'm grateful for, you know what I mean? And that just kind of helped me to actually think you know what, I'm I'm doing all right here and I'm not sort of, uh, I, I don't need to feel this stress and pressure. Uh, and it just helps me to to get things off my chest a little bit. And that's, yeah. and tonight's a good outlet for that as well. You know, it really is. Um, yeah, to have these sort of chats is great. Just it, having it, a laugh and just, yeah. you know. Uh, so, but yeah, I just thought I'd mention that because so, I know I've been really, really positive, like people who think, you know, over the top positive. And it's, I haven't, but it, it, I'm human and we all are. And, you know, we have moments where you kind of think I'm not good enough or I'm not doing the right things or, you know. But um, it is funny, you'll, you'll have people in the wings who are kind of waiting for your drop in your enthusiasm. Yes. Okay. And that's, where you have to really be strong at that moment because look you're going to have downtime so that's where people should actually surround you and help you not do the opposite you know not not enthusiastically sort of stand in the wings thinking oh he's got he can't be this positive and I, yeah you can you know 90 percent of the time we can all be as positive as we can given our circumstances but there is 10 percent where we all want to we all want to do it sometimes we all want to fucking crawl in the corner and have a good old cry because there's reasons to and i think things like afterlife allows me to let off a bit of steam as well because it it talks to me those sort of shows and it allows me to fucking you know I, I, I'm a great proponent of saying, is that the right word? Proponent? Is that right? Proponent? What's the fucking word? <laughs> what is it? Whatever it oh, is. Oh, shit. I had it until you asked what it was. Propo proponent, is it? Pro pro fuck. Basically, I will, I, I believe that, you know, the, the, you have people, it's, it's nothing wrong with having a cry, male or female, you know, let that fucking shit out. Do not hold it inside because yeah. that will eat the fuck out of you. It's really important. Uh, uh, yeah. A person who advocates a theory, proposal, or course of action. There we are. There you go. Well done. Was it the right word? I think that's <laughs> Advocate. I'm an advocate for that. And it, but it is, but we all everybody needs it. You know, just going back to that drink thing, the reason the drink thing's a problem to me without going into it in depth is that I don't want to end up in a place where I was before. So I have to be in a place where I am in a good place and having a social drink. Mm. Mm. Yes. I, I think um just going back to something that I read in the uh, in 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 the book, uh, you know, be your own life coach was showing that degree of control, and you you're doing that, aren't you? you Absolutely. You're sort of tempted by something, but you're showing that you're in control of of making that decision, and it's yeah. not controlling you. Do you know what I mean? Well, so. that, I'm a control freak in that respect, but you also have to level out and get that balance. You know, I, I what what I've tended to do with all the tricks and tools and all that stuff. I've been there for so many people. Okay, and 
sort of neglected myself in a way, kind yeah. of, yeah. And then my fear is that, I mean, I know a lot of these people I'm talking about are still in that same old shit situation, drinking every fucking night, drinking down the pub every weekend, you know, not, not you know, literally living the world of EastEnders pretty much, mm. uh, you know, <clears throat> constantly. Jeremy Carl fucking bullshit. And it's just, I, I want a bit of get into my, the, my hometown, the place I was born and bred and feel comfortable around those people without thinking they're just going to want to come up and talk to me just about their fucking problems you know and that sounds selfish mm. but there's a reason for that it's because no actually i'm just here to have a drink and not actually you know you, you, you know you are you are not willing to look after yourself or take any advice at the time so why do you need to talk to me now you know fuck off you fuck, fucking asshole you know that I, but i also don't want that i don't want that conversation and i don't want that it's the fear of the reason i ask about stabby when you had that drink did it affect you at all mm. is because i feel that because i haven't had a drink for so long that it, it, for me, I'd more likely probably have to stay indoors and have a couple of glasses of wine to, to and chill out and have a meal, maybe. But if I was to go out, it's the temptation of what can come from that, you know. That mm. that's my fear and getting too pissed up. And which, funny enough, I didn't used to do. I used to really literally go out and be the guy standing there, the control guy, but kind of constantly people watching, constantly feeding my brain with all these amazing tools that I'd learned. But actually, re reality, not just letting my fucking hair down and chilling the fuck out, mm. which became quite dangerous in a way. And that's why I ended up burning out from it all and just turning my back on it. You know, so, yeah, mm. it's, 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 it's a good one. But, you know, at the end of the day, like you say, you wrote that list, Abby, of all the things that make your life great or all the, you know, the affirmations, actually, of yourself as yeah. well, that sort of stuff. And that all outweighs the other thing. So that that control in my own brain will steer towards, until I'm ready to go out, it will steer towards actually just staying as I am because I'm getting on perfectly fine as I am. You know? mm. So, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Good stuff, good stuff. So, um, but yeah, other than that, like you said, we did the entertainment show, um, which was good fun, and it was great to have you on board for that, Adam. I think Dave wants to have, uh, you know, let's mix it up. So, like, you know, we do have somebody on every month, uh, you know, so that could be you, Adam, could be you, Ben, could be Walt, yeah. could be uh, Alan, Tina, you know, we just kind of mix things up a little bit because it just helps to keep things fresh, I guess, yeah, and, definitely. you know. Bring a different point. It's, it's like little things. Well, I haven't even managed to do the Clint cast yet, but we've now penciled in. That seems crazy. It must be three months since we sort of announced that, you know, and it's or at least two and a half months. But it's time, and it, we don't want to rush it. I mean, I've done fuck all. Dave is a fucking machine. He's like you, Stabby, you know, really, really, really does um, make all, you know, make all the, you know, do all that hard work, you know. And I have always been the guy who rocks up and just talks a lot of nonsense. I get it. But when it comes to the Clint cast, it's a bit more refined than that. And it needs, it's more important to, know what the fuck i'm talking about so for that reason finding time and i mean he's done something crazy thousands of words already and you know i'm just making me feel like i've got a small penis really <laughs> <laughs> which i know i haven't because i've got a huge fucking mahoosive one <laughs> uh, no that I, i'm really looking forward to that yeah that's gonna be good with pencil and that's gonna be recorded this month so fantastic good so stuff. have you worked out how old you'll be by the time you finish if you do one i will three be months? i'll be dead <laughs> um uh, and also that lisa london interview you did that's yeah say. but that only is that only fits for the, that particular film anyway doesn't it so it's not as if it's time related yeah. it's just that that will fit in with sudden impact so well, it depends if, if you're both dead by then we won't be i i will get in we will we will get it into a better flow you know i in my head i need to concentrate on the abc of gaming and the clint cast that's my main 
two things with regards to us because look at the end of the day it's twice a month you know at, you know really realistically yeah uh, and then I think it's about getting the ball rolling with summer coming in as well and trying to get my work in order because I've got work shit going on as well like you know again the uncertainty of all that as well I've got ideas I am the guy who basically knows where I'm at in my life is I won't sit on my laurels I I, I want to be more successful than what I am mm-hmm. I've got I've had great successes in certain areas but I want to be the best I can possibly be. So that means about improving my life, improving my business and improving, you know, the the, the fun things we do in life, like recording podcasts and stuff, you know, so mm. that will all come. So we will pick it up. It will become more regular in three months. So I can guarantee that. So Good, 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 good. Yeah. Cool. Right. Well, shall we, uh, have we got, unless somebody got anything else, should we get on with some video game chat? Shitter chatter. Chitty chat chat. Chitty chitty chat bang. <laughs> yeah, what he said. So, oh, yeah. we're back, back, back in a minute then. we're back right anybody want to kick us off i don't mind if you want me to yeah go uh, for it. do you know what are we should we do one each i like that i like that format okay we'll do it we'll do that then if you want yeah. so, well, well, I'll, well I'll... i've only got one so no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay well uh go on then i'll start because i've got four so um well, actually, no, I've got four, yeah. Um, I'll start with the first one then, because I mentioned it at the last show, but I, I'll talk about finishing it. I finished Metro 2033 uh, Redux. Oh, um, I, yeah, I enjoyed it for the most part. It was good. I mean, like I said, I wrote a little review of it, kind of, you know, a state review, just wrote down my thoughts, I guess, for the website. Um, it's not the best shooter in the world, but what it does do really well is the atmosphere and the, the, the you know, the it builds that, that, uh, that world and that environment, you know, and then that the, the characters and everything else really well. Um, and I'm really looking forward to, to playing Metro Exodus now because at, le- at least now I've played the first two games. Although, you know, like I said, I've done it arse way, arse around tits, do you know what I mean? In as much as I played Last Light first, then um, uh, 2033 second which i should have done the other way but still whatever um it, it's all it's all the same all shit in it really you know post <laughs> apocalyptic world you know and uh, always that fucking guitar in the corner of the room as well there, it's always there is <laughs> and you can always touch it <laughs> touch it oh, and strum it yeah it annoys me you can yeah. only ever it just makes a standard sound do you know what i mean by that like yeah. i want a game where you actually play it. do you remember i think you could in heavy rain play a few notes at least i think you, a guitar i you, think you could in Bioshock oh. Infinite as well. Yeah, Fahrenheit. Was it Fahrenheit? Oh, I think it was Heavy Rain. 
there was there's definitely that mini game in Fahrenheit where you played guitar. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, is that the one where you've got the the black dude who plays basketball in certain sections as well? The copper. You got the two cops and yeah, another thing. Yeah, no, it was that one. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, but that but they also be, it's the standard guitar thing, and it's just like oh, yeah. you want to pick it up, didn't you? You want to pick the fucker up and play it. So yeah. Mm. But uh, no, it's really good. I, you know, um, considering it's a. I think it's like a 10 year old game at least. Uh, you know, obviously they've, they've done a decent job with the, the tartan up of it and everything. And it still looks good. You know what I mean? Um, considering some of the games, that, the graphics that we've got today and everything, but uh, yeah, it was good. Like I said, not the best shooter in the world, but the, the actual tone, the, the, the characters and everything else, the world around it was very good. So, and you can usually pick those up like really cheap these days. Can't you? So, yeah. uh, so there you go. That, that was one. So uh, Adam, shall I pass it over to you? Yeah, can do. Um, last time I'll mention it, but I did get around to finishing Resident Evil 2 this month. Um, and yeah, it's quality. A quality remake. Um, although I did I did fuck up at the end. I forgot in old Resident Evil, you need, there's always like um, another boss at the end, you know, where you get the standard rocket launcher after you've run around a bit because every Resident Evil game pretty much it pretty much ends with a rocket launcher and i'd fucked up the the boss just before that and used all of my ammo pretty much yeah and got to that final fella on the lift and uh was running around thinking well i'll just let the time run out all i've got to do is avoid him for a few minutes and i'll get a rocket launcher but i think you do have to apply enough damage for him for for that little cutscene to kick in where someone where you get the old rocket launcher and you blow him in half but um no it's a quality game mm. quality quality game have and, you done uh, both stories? Uh... I'm, well, I'm halfway through. I did. I did Leon's A campaign, and I'm halfway through Claire B's Claire's B campaign. Sorry. So, but I won't. I won't report back on that again. Um, as I said I've mentioned it three shows in a row. Or I can't even remember. Possibly three shows in a row. So just the last mention, but just to just to you know, little update that I'd I'd done it for the most part, and I will finish Claire's campaign. It's a lot quicker once you've. Um, the first one took me about nine hours, I think. Yeah. And I think I'm probably halfway through. And I've been playing for a couple of hours, so I wouldn't expect this one to last anywhere near as long. Yeah, because you, you remember where things are. And things generally are in the same place, you know. Yeah, and and you know the general layout of things. Yeah, it throws a few a few differences in here and there, but you know roughly where it where the well you know the layout of everything by then because you've been backwards and forwards that much during the first campaign that it's you know there's not as much that's new so that helps have you tried the free dlc that they added the uh... i haven't is that the stories thing yeah what you want to call it i only tried one of them very briefly um and they, they seem fairly tough like you get limited uh weaponry and ammunition and, and it, you know basically have to survive as as much as you can um so it I didn't play loads of it. I must admit, I was just I was happy with the the main game. Um, yeah, like I totally agree. It's one up there with already one of my favourite games of the year. You know what I mean? So, uh, do you think yeah. they're going to do a um, the third one, the Nemesis? Probably. I think so. Yeah, I'll get around to it. They'll probably. Well, I hope they do it quicker than they did the gap between the original Resident Evil remake on the GameCube and this one, because that will be a while down the road. But. I imagine they've made quite a lot of money off this remake, so I think they'll start churning them out a bit quicker. I think you'll probably get three Code Veronica. You might get a remake of four, possibly, but why bother? Because they can keep re-releasing that on every fucking system in the world anyway, as it stands at the moment. 
Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I've, I said before, didn't I? I'd love Code Veronica with these new updated graphics and mm. oh, that'd be amazing. So, uh, but they're, they're, it's funny, they're, they are quite, t- I say tough. I mean, I didn't die that much, um, but you know, and as well, if you play it on the hardcore mode, you, you know, you have to monitor your saves and everything like, you know, with the typewriter, but this, at least if you play it on normal difficulty, like auto saves would take, yeah. take away some of the tension. But if you think when we played them, when they originally released, they are tough games you know what i mean like you said if you've run out of ammo well, tough shit you know it's uh that's it yeah getting back into that into that flow of a, you know, at the start of the game i'm shooting most of the zombies and then when you really you know you remember how scarce ammo is in parts so i tended just to blow one of their legs off so they'd crawl around and they're a bit easier to dodge or if i could just run past them just run past them but the fucking liquors i'm sure the liquors in the remake are a damn sight tougher than they used to be mm, they are yeah i think so too well, the idea on these games to shoot the head off is—is is that not? Was that not how? To get See, I mean, obviously to run away from to start with. I know that. Yeah. Well, I always, I was, you know, I cover shotgun ammo in it, so I tend not to blow the reds off with shotgun ammo because I think I'll need it for something a bit bigger. Yeah. And the headshots with the pistol still seems to take too many, but you can usually have, you can usually knock one of the legs off in in about three shots or so. And I think I thought that was the better way of doing it. So yeah. they just crawl around like a you know fucking spaz and i'll just run past them <laughs> i can't remember do they respawn all these ones you kill as well mm, no no i don't think so. no oh, okay. there are there are points where uh if you don't um blockade the windows then every now and then one will pop through in certain parts of the police station and whatnot so if you and there's never enough boards to block all the windows but you can block a majority of them and if as long as you don't run run past them too often if you plan your route you can get away with it most most of the time. If if you can't remember the layout at all, you're running around like a headless chicken. Mm. Chances are, you could you, every time you go into a new a hallway, some new zombie will pop through the window. But you, you spend half the I, well, I spent half the game fucking on the mini map anyway because Mister X is chasing you like <laughs> yeah. all the fucking time, um, which is a bit tense. But yeah, just planning routes here, there, and everywhere just to just to find the nearest save room where he can't come in. Because in in the remake he turns up on the first campaign, doesn't he? Whereas he didn't turn up in um, until the B playthrough, I think, on the original. Yeah, uh, I was going to ask you about that. How many times did you shit yourself when Mister X was coming for you? Um, the sound design's really good when you can hear him walking around when he's in that area and you don't know where he is. Mm. He does have a habit of popping popping around the corner just as you you know. He's never behind you. You never open a door and you turn one when he's there down the hallway. It's always just as you're running around the corner, the fucker's walking towards you. Mm. Then you have to turn around, open the map up, panic a bit and figure out or where am I going? Because I've got to go the long way around because he's a bit of a shithead. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's some rooms that you can't get into, uh, I noticed. And also, I had a, a fun game of uh, Kiss Chase with him in the <laughs> the library section. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's just like there's, you know, there's a bit in the library where you have to arrange the bookcases where you need them to go so you can climb across the tops, and uh, you know, there's a set of ladders, and he he would would literally just run around in circles. I'd it was a bit like fucking um, Benny oh, Hill. Benny Hill, yeah, yeah. If you, <laughs> uh, uh, but it's like you know, I'd I'd climb up the ladder. He'd walk around because he can't climb up ladders, and then you know, I'd, I'd jump off, arrange a thing. He'd come back. By the time, you know, it's just rinse and repeat. So, but yeah, it was it's brilliant. Yeah, it's great game. Uh, ben, have you really only got one? Or uh... no? Oh, god, it's a little, little joke. Um, <laughs> can I just actually? <laughs> 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 
Uh, can I just, um, <laughs> just with the PC gaming for a sec, right? Because I'm going to actually talk more about Switch games uh, this evening. Um, just the, the love for that console is just crazy for me. But just quickly on um, PC Stabby, um, I know a lot of people hate the fact that there's so many different. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Different. Uh, fuck. Cunts. <laughs> <laughs> um, like you've got Epic Store, you've got uh, Ubisoft Store, you've got Origin, you've got a all stick, the different front ends here, and all that sort of stuff, right? So, do you use a thing called um, Play Night? No, I've never heard of that. It's what? fucking awesome. My son put me onto this because we were just chatting about gaming. I said it's quite funny that it's little things like um, just to sometimes to even just to click on an item can be a pain in the ass. You know, an icon, sorry, an icon, just to, to load up a certain game on a certain fucking front end. Well, this just amalgamates them all into one. It's absolutely brilliant. So it imports all your Steam or your um, Ubisoft library, your GOG library, your Epic Store library, all of them, the whole lot, Origin, all into one amazing front end. So mm. it's it's really really cool. It's a free download, and it's called yeah Play Night. That's P L A Y N I T E, and it just keeps it all. It might sound something so simple, but it's just just much easier to have all your games in one place. You know, do, do you have to do like obviously do you have to sort of like you know tell things where they are in the in your literally files or... literally just uh, when you first boot it up, you go into the settings. Uh, there's an update game library option, and it, within there, you just plonk in your your gamer tag for that account, and yeah. it just pulls it through. It's, wow. it's absolutely amazing. Uh, it, you have to authenticate, I think, perhaps on the first time you do it on each on each website, but it's all done within the UI, and it's just fantastic. It really is. Uh, yeah, it, I, I can't recommend that anymore. And as I say, my son mentioned it. There's another one you can do for emulators as well. Um, I haven't bothered with that one because emulators I sort of play either on a handheld or you know the the retro pie. So, or in fact, I play most of my emulation on the Xbox original for the old classics. You know, but um, yeah, but just check it out. Play uh, Play Nights. It's fantastic. Honestly, absolutely mm. fantastic. I'm just um, no, yeah, yeah. I'll have a look at that later. Yeah, it's brilliant. I'm um, just quick on that as well. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm just I just want to mention that before I forgot. All right, but I'm going to talk about the switch because it's just uh, because the TV is usually tied up or the switch is is kind of the machine I'm going to more than anything else at the moment because if my daughter's around here, I play the game of let's look at the back of my daughter's head while she's playing fucking Fortnite. For the <laughs> so it's fucking yeah, you know what I mean. So it's nice to have the switch still that you can just play your games on that thing i kind of forget actually that it, it is a console that you can play through your telly and i know how great the games look you know through the television they really do look fantastic but i tend to just play it in the handheld mode these days with the headphones in so it's great but i've gone back to breath of the wild i need to mention this i don't think we've ever spoken about this game on the abc of gaming um it literally would be when did it come out was it 2017 i think it was i think so yeah um, yeah yeah we did talk about it, or did we talk about that on... I think we did the ABC oh. again. Yeah, I think it was on the other show, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was. But, uh, you know, it's one of these things. I've got lots of these games that are right up there for me, like whether it's Red Dead Redemption 2, which I've only managed to put about five or six hours into. It's I have, I have to put the time in. In other words, I have to have time on my own, no distractions, where I can really... Because these are games I know are like my favourite games or will become my favourite games of all time, and I need to be fully immersed without any other distractions and stuff so breath of the wild is one of those and so i'm kind of sitting there headphones on that game is mind-boggling how beautiful it still is and i just really wanted to mention that quickly because i've got back into it what it's achieved is crazy um I, I, i'll leave it to talk about that when i actually get really back into it but i just wanted to mention that i've started playing it again because it, it it's just 
I don't know. I, I think having such that long gap and seeing it on that screen, it just looks incredible. Um, just an amazing game. And I've listened to a few podcasts recently covering it. And um, there's something about the music in Zelda games. Um, just, But I'll leave that one. Should I just stick with an actual, another game I've played briefly? Or do you want to just swap the well, I was just going to ask you, actually. Uh, so are you interested in the Labo VR? Because it's just been... Not at all. Because, because it's been revealed today, hasn't it? All the whole of Breath of the Wild you can play in VR. Yeah, but is it if it's like cardboard, like as in the you know the old Google fucking thing? Yeah, is that, it's not real VR. It's, it's blurry fucking shit, retarded VR. Isn't so it? that was that was my problem. Is the, is the resolution yeah. of the screen? But I do, I, you know, if it was crystal clear, the idea of being able to, you know, you know, like Astro Bot, the third third yeah, person yeah, yeah. camera. I, I would imagine Zelda in that would look amazing It'd if the hardware incredible. was up to it. I've got a feeling though. This is, the, is there's no extra oomph from hardware, is there? It's literally just. No, I don't hardware. think there is. Yeah. Now, uh, to me, it's a bit like. Have you ever tried doing it on like your mobile phone? Just like a, a parachute jump or fucking stuff like that. Yeah. It's it, it's clever in it. It's if you showed it to your grand, she'd be blown away yeah. by it. Yeah. But but because we've seen PlayStation VR, I don't think it's going to be anything like that. I could be no. wrong. I could be totally mm. wrong. But I mean, having said that, I play Red Dead Redemption Two just in the VR headset as if I'm watching a massive, great big cinema screen, which is really yeah. cool as well. But I still feel that it's not going to be like that. I could be wrong, but let's see. Let's see. But yeah, I'll be, I've not been interested to in any of that Labo stuff at all. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm if, got, I, if uh, I was young, I probably would be, but I think I'm a bit old. Yeah. I, I haven't got um, a switch anymore, but yeah. um, it, it hasn't really interested me either. I must admit. And right. it seems quite complicated. I mean, what, you know, I think maybe for something for Lucy, but I think, it, I don't know if it's a bit too complicated. It just seems a bit cheap as well, doesn't it? Yeah. Not yeah. cheaply made. I don't know. I mean, it's literally, I don't know. I mean, I've, there's never, my daughter's never once, who's 10 years old, you know, she's never once spoken about it. I've not heard anyone speak about it really. I mean, I was I, like, I, I haven't been to a game store for ages now, but I mean, and that's a conversation we'll, we'll have later on, but um. Do do they sell it like out in the open or is it? Well... <laughs> you have to go to a back room. It's with the pool. <laughs> no, but you know, you know what I mean. I've never actually... Labia, mm, Nintendo Labia. <laughs> I've never actually seen it. Out, out it's about. safe to say in it that, that that Nintendo seems to get less space wherever you know, in in, in all yeah. stores. I think it's changed much more now with Switch. They seem to get quite you know the Switch itself gets probably you know in our local game it gets like a whole fucking row, which is unheard of. Do you remember when Wii U was about? You know, it was literally it was one tiny oh, yeah. section. You know, yeah. Um, but now nah, the I, the only reason I knew about it really, this new VR thing, was because my son mentioned it, and I think it's because he will he scours the internet more for latest releases, whereas I'm a bit more yeah. old timey and I buy stuff a bit further down the line. You know, I'm not I'm not I'm buying more retro stuff still. I'm not buying by playing. I'm not paying for games, you know, at, of launch or anything like that. So, mm. yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing. I'm just looking now. I mean, the Switch, it's still, you know, essentially what it was when it was first released. Yeah, price wise, isn't it? I think maybe 20 quid off now, maybe 30 quid, yeah. 229. I think you get it for now. Well, it's like if you want Zelda, it's like more expensive now than when it came out. If you want to buy it on car, it's, you know, second hand in CEX, it's like 47 quid. It's still, it's always been the same for Nintendo. It yeah. always has been, and and that the reason I like being a collector of everything, really. I mean, out of anything I've got, the stuff that's going to hold most its value would be the Nintendo products. Yeah, you know? and that that makes me happy in a certain way. But at the same time, it's a reason why a I don't own Smash Brothers. A yeah. I don't own all the other top end games I want on the Switch because they're fucking fifty, sixty quid. And yeah, if I don't know I'm yeah. going to like them, it's a fucking, yeah. it's a bit yeah. too much of a. 
the game Boy, for me. It, the Switch for me actually is uh, I could quite happily. I, 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 I kind of I've become more of a digital only thing with the Switch, yeah. which is really weird for me to say that. I've always been a physical guy when it comes to um, media, but for some reason that's a high ask, isn't it? To to buy all the games on Switch on yeah. a physical format. So I'm actually more into the indie games, and the, and and you tend to get a few um, cheaper, you know, on the eShop sales. I mean, it's still yeah. a mess. The whole eShop. Oh, it's, it's it's a fucking sh- appalling. Shit. Yeah. The games get lost. I only worked out the other day. You can go into the filters and actually like select from one penny to um, yeah. seven pound or whatever. <laughs> Stay right. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> but the reason being because if you go to like the top games, uh, you can search between exclusive or physical. You know, sorry, digital only or it's thing. It just lists the top twenty. Yeah. Well, there's been hundreds of games out on the Switch, and I feel I've missed so many gems. Like, I've, I've missed out on games that I know that Bastion's on there. I, I know I own it on everything else, but I want it on the Switch. I'd forgotten about it. Uh, there's games like uh, what's the second one they did after that? Um, oh, uh, fuck me, my brain. Oh, uh, Transistor. Transistor. Hey, All these good. games right there. Mm. I forgot. I, I always think to myself, I'll pick those up in a sale. But even on the sales, it's starting to throw out more shovelware shit than it is mm. anything yeah. else. Uh, I could be wrong, but I'm sure I read somewhere this is a while ago now. But there were at least a thousand games on yeah. this, which it's I'm... mental. It is absolutely mental. This, the machine's doing... I, I, look, I'm, first and foremost, I'm so pleased it's doing so well on the Switch. It's an amazing machine. Um, uh, it, it, it works tandem with me with the PC. I'm doing that more of that and the PC than I am anything else. I think it's the same for you, Adam. I think it's you probably your... Do you, do you have an Xbox? No, of course you don't. You fucking... No, no, no. Just but, PlayStation but, but, and but, Switch. But, but that's your companion machine, isn't it? You have the main machine, yeah. And yeah, and, and I think that works. Mm-hmm. Um it, it just mind blow. It, it, the stores, in fact, and a lot of I think even the PlayStation store was pretty shoddy. If I'm honest, I, 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 but it's it seems like I'm relying on sales only on the Switch. I'm relying yeah. on what's 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 for sale. But the thing I do like about the Switch store, they seem to update it so often, and they chop and change what's on sale and what's not. And it's it's really enjoyable. It's a bit like going down um, a, like a humble sale sometimes, but a bit more expensive if you know what I mean so yeah it's, it's, you know it's just um, yeah fantastic but there's lots of good stuff on there um I wanted to I know I've rabbled on I let one of you guys talk but I'll talk about another old game that I'm replaying on the switch and my next game so. what, uh, what, what, what did you just talk about playing I can't remember uh Breath of the Wild that's the one, the one. Yeah. yeah just out of interest I mean there's these rumors going around that uh there's going to be two variations of the switch released this year like um a reduced model and then a premium model yeah uh, i mean what do you think i think, the, of that? I think well, it's a bit smaller the, the, and not as good quality screen on the yeah i think handheld only handheld for only, one yeah yeah that dock yeah 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 uh but what then what about the premium model what, would that be something that you I think, what, 1080p screen maybe yeah i think maybe 1080p screen i don't well they've got they've got they got previous, haven't they? Are sticking a slightly better chip in it as well. They did yeah. that with the 3DS and whatnot. Yeah. So it's a chance it could have a 1080p screen. Maybe, maybe a you know a better chip to maybe just give it that pushing handheld mode and maybe not affect the dock mode so much. Yeah. Again, it's, they, what you, it's what you don't know that you don't know, do you? I mean, I'm yeah. handheld most of the time. I don't notice things like that. <laughs> no. Yeah. But yeah, if they could pump it up so the here. So the um handheld experience is pretty much identical to the to the docked experience, you know, screen wise and resolution wise and what that yeah. that that would be a fine update. That's if they start Sorry, it's good. It's if they start fa- <laughs> <laughs> it's mental. 
Go ahead, Adam. I will, I, will, I will act like a child on Michael Jackson's lap. <laughs> Furiously pumping away. <laughs> Come on, carry on. <laughs> no, maybe a 1080p OLED screen. <laughs> hey. Carry on, he said. No, carry on. Well done now. No, you done. I agree. But again, I don't think, it, look, in all honesty, for me, the screen looks fantastic anyway. It, does, mm. it doesn't seem enough for me to, I mean, where does it, where does it put our switch? Does it, do we then, does it make me feel uncomfortable not owning the best version? But then, do you know what? Having said that, I've managed to stick with the stock PS4 and I'm absolutely happy with that. Yeah. True. Yeah. Absolutely happy. Yeah. I suppose whilst we're on the subject of digital stuff, I mean, did you see the announcement of uh, Stadia from Google? Um, yeah. And yep. uh, what do you guys, just for people who don't know what that is, it's basically going to be like a streaming service for video games. Um, We've been here before, haven't we? With OnLive, yeah. yeah uh, which I must admit, I liked OnLive very briefly the time I had with it. You know, the concept yeah. of drop, you know, watching somebody else's game and dropping in and out of games and sort of and everything else. But it comes down to the same thing, doesn't it? You know, uh, is the internet. Uh, yeah. you know and, and all of that and how good your internet is and and I, I kind of agree with other people what they've said is that you know having a downloaded game on your hard drive is different to actually streaming it not just the latency but the the, the quality of the picture as well you know and and I don't know. It used to have like a Vaseline cover to it, didn't it? On the old Yeah, one. there's something about still owning the game that makes you feel a bit more invested in it as opposed to just kind of renting it. And it's different to like Netflix. So I can kind of, I can disassociate myself with actually feeling like I need to own the DVD yeah. or whatever, because that's different. Whereas with games, I, I mean, I talk about games just generally. I, I, this is the, the kind of conversation I went to have was. I haven't bought a physical video game for probably at least two years. Everything I've bought for, for well, for some time now has, has been digital. See, um, I still buy the majority of mine physical because I just like owning that disc stroke cartridge. Yeah. But the it, funny thing about that, I've, I've got like a happy medium. Somewhere. No, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, big big games. I mean, I think... I don't... I, don't, I think... Mm, I've never paid more than 25 quid for a digital game. So yeah. like I, I like if I was to buy Spider Man, I would not buy that digitally. I would buy that on a disc. A big, a big AAA game, for want of a better word, I'll buy physically. But then I've got no problem with smaller games or say like a VR game, like um, I don't know Moss or something like that. I would buy that. Um, I've got no problem buying that digitally. But do you know what? I was having this exact same conversation with my son about all this, and I said for some reason, when it comes to VR, I'm quite happy with everything. Everything can be digital as far as I'm concerned. Because once you've got that fucking headset on, you don't really want to be swapping up discs. And doing no, not shit, exactly. Right? But also with the Switch as well, I find that it's a ball ache even just to go and put a fucking cartridge in it. It's actually a ball <laughs> ache. And I can't get my head around it, but I also want to own it still. Would it, yeah. it could be in the end just own a code, but still have a box for it? Or would that be ridiculous? Because it's kind of I want it on my shelf, the, yeah. the, 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 the box. But yeah, I don't know. It's 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 an odd one. I think you're right. But then the thing is, with some of these PlayStation sales, you can get like if Spider Man came up next week for a tenner on the PSN, I would struggle oh, I, yeah. not to buy that. Yeah. I would struggle not to buy it because that'd be crazy. But I'd still want it on disc. Yeah, it's just it's just with half the time as well. I think what what I can't get my head around sometimes is that they're still more expensive uh, on the storefront most of the time than they are to buy on a disc. 
Yeah. You know, so I, I, you know, I, I, even I, when it comes yeah. out, you could buy like Spider-Man God of War for 40 quid. You'll go on the PlayStation Network and it's 45 quid, 49 quid. And it's well, like, I, yeah, I've been speaking to Manny. Remember Manny from Download Complete? Yeah. Yeah, I've been chatting to him a little bit. He's not on Twitter anymore these days or anything like that or Facebook. He's just literally on fact, yeah, sorry, Facebook. I've just been chatting to him and he buys everything just digital. Yeah. Everything. So he will spend like sixty pounds on Super Smash Brothers digital. That blows my mind. No, I, I don't want, get it. I want a fucking disc for that. I want yeah. that. Yeah. I, I think that's the thing, isn't it? The, the value as well, because like like you said, Adam, uh, like days gone. I've been tempted by that. It's fifty five pound for the bog standard version on the PlayStation Store, which yeah. to me, uh, uh, you know, like you said, you can get that with a disc for ten pound off. I, I don't understand that i i just generally i genuinely don't understand how somebody's obviously you know pr- produced something manufactured it you got a bit, bit of plastic and a disc in your hand how that is cheaper than actually just downloading it makes no well, sense actually, to me well actually i remember um zan on game burst having a, i think they had a round table on this issue years a few when it was first coming out that there are massive costs involved in storing this stuff online as well there yeah. are costs involved yeah but uh, I mean, like from my point of view, I am pretty much, I'd say, all digital these days. Uh, I, I I don't buy things anymore. Like I said, I haven't been into game for probably what two years, maybe. Uh, it, it's just yeah. The last um, physical things I bought were uh, Switch games, you know, uh, and so. But yeah, and so... just can I quickly say, I bet you're actually having a better gaming experience than I am. In the sense that there is no disc swapping, this disc getting disc out box. I know it sounds ridiculous, but it's kind of seamless for you on everything. Mm. So when I play PC, it's all there, obviously, yeah. because that's how it works. I don't have a disc drive on my PC. For some reason, it seems acceptable on the PC for it to be like that. I, I can't get my head around it why I have to have a disc on a console <laughs> or a cartridge. Yeah, I was going to say that to you, because like you said about, well, you like the box on your shelf, but mm. can't you just have a code? Well, that's what PC, you can't, I mean, you can, when I first had my PC, you can. I bought boxed versions of Bioshock Infinite or, you know, Battlefield 3, um, but they just have a code. There's not a physical disc there so much. It's just that you still go to the Steam store and download it. But I'm not, sorry, but my fear is is the controllers completely taken away from you on digital only. No, what like you mentioned about the what's it called that um, Google? What's it called? Fuck, whatever. It's Stadia. Called. But that there, if, if the internet is down, you can't play your fucking games. No, that is yeah. bull, that's bullshit. Right well, that, that, the other thing as well is, I mean, I've, I haven't read the whole story, but Drive Club, the uh, servers are being shut down for a lot of the stuff. Um, so I don't know if that effect affects the whole game or I, I, I think you can still play the single player stuff, but I think all of your maybe all of the ghosts and everything that used to race against all of the on, little online challenges during the race is obviously they're all going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but the base game is still there if you wanted to play it. But if if the whole thing was purely digital, like like the stadium, then once it's gone, it's gone. And that uh, has happened to us already with uh, with the physical media, isn't it? Like remember the crew. Uh, sorry, Test Drive mm. Unlimited. If those, if that, if it can't reach their fucking server, mm. even on a disc, it will not play, and that yeah. is bullshit. But you know what? It's like anything. Over a gradual period, it's out of our control. You have to end up accepting it. <laughs> it we, we don't have a choice in it, do we? Really? And I think that 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 would be like my only argument for. I can't see Nintendo ever going down that route, really. Apart no. from, in, in other words, I don't think they'll ever have it. I keep thinking, look, I've got an awful lot of digital games on the Xbox 360 and the PS3. But they, I, I, most of them, I've been, I've been spending the last few weeks downloading it all to my Xbox 360 because I've got a slim model. Um, so I wanted to re-download it all. But I thought to myself, 
if these servers shut down and I haven't gotten downloaded, I'll never get those games again. What a waste of money. You know, all that. Is it, do we just have to accept that? I mean, the, the fact matter is we don't own this software anyway, do we? No. Like, but, but a lot of people don't realize that. They think because even the, even the disc copies we've got, we don't own them really. It's a really weird thing. Very strange. I suppose yeah. there's that certainty. I mean, at the moment, you could unplug your PS4 from the internet and, you know, not do any more updates. But those discs that you've got, you'll always be able to put those in the machine and play at least a portion of the game. Yeah, but not the crew, you can't, can you? Oh, not the crew. No, no, no. just what I mean. So I think Ubisoft... Dep- depending on the game, yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking as well, with, with the Nintendo thing, I think for me, like, digitally, I'm not as bothered about digital stuff. Like, on a portable... Um, like you said, the Switch mainly view is portable. I did the same with the Vita. I had more digital games on that than I did physical. Um, and again, it goes with the indie titles as well. As well, but you've also got the Nintendo thing that you earn those little points and coins, yeah, and it tells right. you how much they're worth. So it's that's just a little incentive. So if you spend money on on a game on the Nintendo store, you get money off your next purchase, or you save it up and you just get yourself a free game every now and then. You know, that's that's yeah. a nice little thing. Because you are, there is a tax on the Switch games on there. I mean, you know, I've been playing like. I've been playing Undertale, which works perfectly on the Switch, but you know the cost of it on the Switch is by far way more than it costs on any other system. You know, so mm. on the PC. But there's something about it that they get away with that, and you're willing to pay that extra bit of money. Yeah, most games. Mm. Uh, and and uh, Microsoft are putting up uh, Xbox Gold as well by uh, a tenner, I think. So it's gonna, it's going to be fifty quid a year now. I mean, who's ever paid that though? I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there's lots of weird things happening. Like, play Sony are pulling codes you can buy like from other stores. Apparently, you know, for oh really for their online for, for yeah for, oh, for their game downloads, isn't it? Game, game downloads, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's an interesting time, isn't it? I guess, but uh... but that's never made any sense to me. Why would you go into a game shop to buy a code? Mm, yeah. Given that you could you could you could walk two foot away and buy the disc, or you could just sit at home and download it anyway. I think yeah. it's more of an advertising, isn't it? More of an actual point of sale. Having those codes yeah. up on the wall more than anything else. Because you wouldn't I, know the game, you know, the average Joe wouldn't know unless they go looking on their. Well, we've already said how shit the fucking you know their fucking e store is, so. In fact, I've even gone in the shop and seen them. And I noticed on there that I'd missed before. I noticed that Super Meat Boy is out of the Switch. Well, I actually wouldn't have known that. I've not seen the fucking little game card hanging up in game. You know, so yeah. it, it does advertise as well. I think in a way. Mm. But, yeah. mm. but there you go. Uh, cool. Uh, so uh, where are we going? Back to Adam, I think. Or was it back was to it, me? Was it you? Back to me, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so very briefly, then, because we've only played an, yeah. an hour and a half of this. Uh, I. I played the division too um mm-hmm. i really like the division uh it definitely it's just a co-op game for me i wouldn't play it on my own uh and i think it's set up for that really i mean you know it's uh it, the way it integrates your friends so that you can kind of and, oh, not even your friends but people you can just play the game with randoms you know and team up with other people it's uh it seems pretty seamless i mean from my initial reports it, it, graphically i think it looks better than it, the uh, original it's a nice ch- change in scenery from a snowy kind of new york to now uh uh, you know, more well, call it tropical. It's like a, it's almost like a jungle. Everything's a bit overgrown, you know, and set in um, Washington. Uh, so nice settings and everything. Uh, but fundamentally, it's the same game in terms of what my brief experience with it is. So it kind of feels like more like Division One Point Five as opposed to like a full on, uh, you know, overhaul of things. They've just refined stuff. Uh, which I'm fine with because, I, I, like I said, I like it, you know, and, and I like the co-op uh, element of of taking, 
you know enemies there and stuff like that um it's third person action adventure game where you pick up loot pick up different weapons pick up beanie hats uh which uh, you know lots been made of that all that a lot's been made of the story you know sort of like the because particularly with all the tension going on in america with guns and all that kind of stuff and i'm like that's a fucking video game. I don't really care. You know what I mean? It's just because it's saying, oh, you know, does your neighbor own a gun? The only people who survived in this world that when the, you know, the, the outbreak happened were the people who had guns. I was like, it's a video game. It's fantasy. I don't really care. You know, um, it's not making a, a political statement. Although the, I think the argument is, is that they said, that, yes, it's going to have a political element to it and all this, you know, it's going to have a message uh you know which maybe they shot themselves in the foot and said look it's a fantasy it's a, a video game it's not we're not making any political statements and just kept the mouth shut and so i suppose they're setting themselves up for criticism you know in that respect mm. um but no i mean like i said i've only played an hour and a half fit um poor old wayne bless him he, he's got a lot on his plate at the minute so we have no chance to play online much but uh i'm liking it so far you know like i said it's if you like the division you're gonna like this uh if you didn't like it i don't think it's gonna convert you particularly so I know it's Seth's favourite game. Um, he loved the first one. Yeah. Um, and, th- and this one, I think he's, but I'd hate to ask him recently what he's put in, but I would say probably about eight or nine days or probably more than Fucking 10 days. Hell, yeah. Seriously? Wow. But he's, you know, he's literally, he, he's he's very much into what he likes. And it's more open world, isn't it, this one now? Is that right? Uh, yeah, it's, it's. I think it's slightly bigger uh, than the old, the, the other one. But uh, I mean, yeah. he swears by it, but again, it's one of those games that I know I would be shit at. I wouldn't be able to have the time investment to actually become good yeah. at that sort of game. But uh, I, I think, appreciate it. Fuck me, do I appreciate it? Yeah, yeah I think there's um, there's a lot to do, put it like that. And I think, like you know, with single player, that yeah, I think the the end game doesn't open up until you you're about forty hours in. So you, you know, you've got to play through forty odd hours before you actually yeah. get to the the real game. Do you know what I mean? In terms <clears> of like where you actually start to create a proper character with a skill set, you know, as opposed to just a generic kind of um, character that you start off with. But um, yeah, uh, you know, it, it it is what it is. So, and and then there are more of these type of games, like, you know, things, the likes of Destiny, uh, you know, and uh, and that. So, but yeah, I, I would like to play more of it, but uh, as and when, I haven't touched it since. Um, it's a shame because like we, when we played it at Eurogamer last year, we were both like really looking forward to it. Both, you know, we pre-ordered it because we game share and all that. Um, but we just haven't had a chance to play it because they say Wayne's got loads on. So uh, mm-hmm. there you go. So I'll pass it back to Adam. Okay, doke. I was hoping Dave would be on because um, I know he's got it as well. But my next one is Trials Rising. Oh, yeah. Uh, You've got... got this, Ben, haven't you? Cool. No, I just tried. There was a little beta on the Switch when it first okay. came out with it. Yeah, so I downloaded it on PS4. Uh, Trials, for anyone who doesn't know, is a game. Uh, it's a game, yes. It's a game. <laughs> Trials is a game where you you play a little man who rides a motorbike and you go from uh, basically left to right on a on an assault course. I thought it was an uh, aneurysm simulator. An aneurysm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love these games. Yeah, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Physics-based uh, bike game, basically over assault courses, uh, where you control the the where the weight of the bike is and the rider as well uh, on increasingly fiendish and imaginative courses. Um, Charles Rising is excellent. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of the last one, which was Trials. Welcome to the future. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I can't remember, but 
I didn't like. Yeah, it it was lacking something, which which I thought the one um, which I had on Xbox 360 had last um, before that one. It the last one was lacking that. It had a bit of humour as had yeah, kind of a couple it? of it was Trials HD. Well, in fact, Trials was the original, wasn't it, on the PC? Yeah, there was Trials Trials, Trials Evolution was that uh, one? Was that the last one? No, the last Trials Trials Futury Wooch Futury Futury Trials. But we had Trials yeah. HD, didn't we? Yeah. And then it went on to Trials Evolution, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Then, yeah what was the third one then? <laughs> <laughs> Either way, they were great games, weren't they? And, yeah. 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 I, said that I, I didn't think the last one hit the heights of the, of the second yeah. one. Um, but this one is bang on course again. Um, I'm just playing through the single player campaign, uh, which rather than in the old games where you sort of got to choose your tracks a bit more this one easier through it so there's a load of tracks that are easy and it gradually ramps up the difficulty as you go and the difficulty curves really nice actually this time um the, i haven't come across a huge spike yet where suddenly i've gone from being okay at it to just not being able to do it um well they've balanced it out then yeah they seem yeah, the the, the balance work of it seems to be a lot better the imagination of the tracks uh, is a lot greater than the last one the humors in the design of the tracks and how you die as well rather than when did, you do lose did they have that thing because i remember when i was playing one of the ones on the 360 that you could press a button they could just make the, the player fly off his bike and crash land oh yeah do you know i think possibly but i just tend to not oh, press okay. that button because there's nothing more annoying than doing a doing a getting near the end of a, of a hard course and then you press the wrong fucking button uh, you uh, fling uh, your uh, rider off i'm a masochist man i just love hearing the bones <laughs> crunch and all that stuff awesome. oh yeah. yeah but um no it, it's massively addictive uh, or addicting oh you <laughs> cunt <laughs> fucking hell yeah with with the fact you can if you fuck up you can press you can press a button and go back to the last checkpoint or you can press a button and it instantly takes you back to the start of the course so there's very little loading once you're on a course itself yeah. and um but there's a yeah there's a lot there seems to be a lot more courses in this game i pro i must have done 50 60 odd and i don't i'm i'm not even on the the hard ones yet so there's plenty of variety here as well there's a, there's a bit of career progression in it there are loot boxes which you get for leveling up or if you i don't know if you can buy them with real world money that's that's a lot of your um aesthetic changes you can make to your character to give them a different costume or you can mod your bike with stickers and different parts that you find but that's all you know luck of the draw neither here nor there to be honest it, it, they don't affect the performance of anything it's just oh, it how you look. cosmetic then yeah yeah pretty much yeah mm. so but uh, no just just as good as it ever was and better than it was last time and i think it was i thought it was gonna be like for some reason i thought it was 30 quid or something but i think it's 20 quid uh full price and yeah it's worth every penny i've spent I've probably spent seven or eight hours just dicking about on it. And it's uh, yeah, good fun. Mm. Uh, Trials Fusion. Fusion. <laughs> yeah, I think go. Evolution was my favourite one of the bunch. Mm. This, this one's right up there with that. Oh, nice. It, it just it just feels right again. That the whole future setting was a bit weird, and the the commentary from the two AIs, if they were AIs, I can't remember. Just felt like they were trying to be too much like uh, Glados out of Portal. Uh, didn't need that. I, th I think th their humour comes from just good, the good wacky track design. The wacky track design is back with a vengeance as well. So oh, nice, awesome. Um, ben, yes. Can I just speak about that? I've, look, I've gone back. Look, I have like a top twenty list of games that I can never put in a particular order, but I have certain ones that are right up there in that list, and one of them happens to be Final Fantasy VII. Um, Ooh. It's just fucking hell. It brings 
that music and that game, yep. just the game itself, there's something about it. It just makes me feel amazing when I hear it. In fact, on my PS4, the, the, the theme tune I've got, you know, you have like your, what's it called? The fucking, the background sound when you boot it up. I've got yeah. that running in the background constantly. <laughs> I love Final Fantasy VII. I've never completed it. Um, I had it back in the day when it first came out on the PlayStation, the original PlayStation. And I've got it on the PS4 as well, I believe. Uh, when they released it a couple of years back, but it's also now come to the Switch and I've snapped up straight away because that for me is the perfect way of playing it. And it's got these lovely added features which help spastics like myself. <laughs> the problem I've honestly got is um, it, it's quite amazing. And, it, you know, just talking about your games earlier on, you know, like uh, Resident Evil and, you know, how they were tough and like you know, a- a- ammunition management and uh, all that sort of stuff. It's like going back with Final Fantasy VII as well. It's the fact that you don't, it's about not, timing you know not using up all your energy or or wasting all your potions and everything you know it's a japanese rpg uh that has still to this day one of the although it looks more crude now but has just some of the best like fmv sections that instantly go into gameplay and that sort of thing um i'm just having a blast with it and it's got as i say i played it from the start again because i actually originally i think i put about 40 hours into it which is quite a lot for me mm. um back in the day and i and i was i remember running around on the open world map which was like a, a 3D SNES type mode seven globe. Do you remember that running around on the? Yeah, I think it was fantastic. Never even knew that was coming up. If I was honest, in that game, when I no, I didn't. It. Yeah, it was <laughs> mind blowing to see that for the first time. And just playing this again, starting from scratch, you got Cloud. I mean, I don't. You you have the option, which you've always had to rename your characters, but I'd like to just stick with the stock names because that's. Yeah what I like to do. I, th- I always find it odd changing names on games like this. I don't know why. But, <laughs> so you uh, don't name them after yourself? Well, that's the thing. I Just have running around as 40 just seems ridiculous. Really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it's just um, uh, the whole uh, it, planet. It's like a muscle memory just doing this section. It has random battles, which I know some people can't stand. But back in the day when I first played this, it was my first experience of a JRPG, if I'm honest. Mm. Um and even though it done my head in back then, I persevered and I loved what I did. Well, now I, I can now be the most lazy bastard playing it because it's got some features on it that just really help. And it would certainly help for a first time player of this type of game. You've got the three times speed, which means you can run around three times speed, which is a godsend. I want to try and play this game like the original, but I instantly fucked up. Because at the start of the game, you come come into... What's the name of the place you first arrive at? Oh. Oh, Whatever it is, you're coming on a train. You've got Barrett with you. He's like a guy who's got a cannon, you know, a cannon gun for an arm. Uh, a couple of other guys you come in with as well. And your name, your character's name is Cloud. And you have to go and defuse... Uh, sorry, go and blow up a reactor. Um, and that whole section is where you're running up ladders and uh, you one of your crew members unlocks doors for you and you'll get these random battles coming in. It's turn-based battles, which I really enjoy. It's the first time I've seen things like limit breaks and stuff, like special attacks. Um, and what I like about the three times, it means you can run around the map quicker. And the funny thing is, so I started playing it and I managed to get through the first kind of boss level with literally next to night. In fact, Barrett got killed within this battle and I had the tiniest bit of um, tiniest bit of health left and I'd saved the game because it's still got the original save points within the game as well. I'd save the game. But of course, on the original, it would continuously try and throw these random battles at you. Well, having no health, no potions, means I'm in this loop of death of dying. Now, I'm like, what the fuck? And I didn't realise I had any of these extra features, but if you click on the left stick on the Switch version, 
it allows you to totally turn off random battles. So although it is cheating, it's allowed me to get through that section. Yeah. Oh, okay. that's cool. yeah, that's cool. It's so cool because I literally it took me about half an hour, forty-five minutes on a you know uh, when I've got a bit of time finally to actually play a game, and I die nearly, and I can then continuously die because I can't get past any further because of the random battles. I was like, that there was one of the greatest moves Square Enix made with this release because. It allows me just to turn off those bits, just to cheat for a little bit, just so I can get to the next proper save point and then turn it back on. And it's literally on the fly. You can just press it as and when. So you can just, you could actually effectively turn the battles off for the whole game. I mean, you're not going to be a progress because you'd need to grind still. But if you have a hard section, it's a great thing to have. So you've got the three times, you've got the turning off battles altogether to get up to the next section if you wish. But at the same time, you've also got the option of giving yourself full health. Mm. instantly full limit breaks and limit breaks are like your special features you know your special attack that you can have um so if you could effectively go through and cheat this game because you could just go through the whole game most likely just turn on full health at all times cheat that's going to take the fun out of it but i just needed to use that no battle section just to get to this next bit i could have restarted but i didn't want to put the half an hour into it you know so yeah it looks great it's uh, just one of those games you turn on. Uh, it's a comfy pair of fucking slippers. I don't wear slippers. I think it's ridiculous, but you know, I mean, <laughs> fucking hate slippers. But, yeah, um, and yeah, it's just that that soundtrack, man, is just there's something about it. It's a bit like hearing, you know, like a Mario soundtrack for the first time, you know, and hearing it again, like Mario sixty four. It's just it's ingrained in my brain the music from that game. And yeah, it's fantastic playing that. Awesome, yeah. awesome stuff. Um, yeah, I remember back in the day when that playing that and and trying to. Defeat Sephiroth at the end. Fucking mm. hell, he's a. Oh, I never got that far, but. Yeah, but there's. I mean, like, it's Vincent in that one, the vampire character. Yeah, you have to find him though, don't you? He doesn't pop up if you just play the story all the way through. I think he's like on a side mission somewhere. Okay, yeah, he was cool, but uh, yeah, like you said, that's kind of when you wake up in in that prison, and then you wait, all the guards have been killed, and you think, what the hell's going? Uh, Midgard. That. that there, yeah. 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 I mean, that's where old Chocobos. You know, you get, later when you get to go to arcades and stuff, do Chocobo racing. Do you remember all that part? Yeah. All that stuff was brilliant. You've got to imagine what was it? Ninety seven. 97, like, yeah, probably 98, maybe 97, I think, Final Fantasy 7. And that actually was a gateway to a lot of us Westerners who have yeah. it really opened up. That That's the, you know, even though it was the seventh game, you know, the Final Fantasy 7, um, that, that was the gateway for us mere mortals to, to experience a proper mm. Japanese RPG, really, like a full blown, like, a, what, 70 hour experience, maybe, something like that, you know? Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, to me, the, the simplicity of that game and its battle systems probably for me hasn't been beaten. Just for me, it just seems quite. Although I died, I fucked up. I get it, but there's something about it that's never. Uh, there's, there's not really a game that's come since for me that I feel comfortable investing time in because mm. I don't know. It's probably nostalgia, all of that shit as well that comes with it as well. Because I know a lot of people prefer eight, or a lot of people actually prefer nine you know, for very different reasons. But that those three bunches of games, uh, ones that you should definitely check out if you've, you know, to see where those games sort of kind of started in the 3D adventures, you know. So. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's just uh, playing that on the PlayStation, just again, it was like the PlayStation at the time was just k killing it, everything, wasn't yeah. it? It was just another reason to love the PlayStation, you know. Yeah. Um, I've even yeah. got it on Vita because I've got about 50 games, PSN games on, on my PlayStation account. Yeah. And... I even booted that up recently. I'm carrying that around with me quite a bit as well. And playing that guy, that Vita system, man, fucking hell, it's amazing. Still amazing. It really is. Boot it up and see what stuff you've got on there. So. Yeah. Uh, and good for 12 quid as well. 
Yeah, fantastic. Cool. Got it for a little bit cheaper as well. A few coins. I managed, like you say, there's gold coins. I saved up a little bit. So, yeah, it was really good. Awesome. Uh, back to me, is it? Yeah. Uh, right. So, this one will be a quickie. Uh, it's a, a we got a beta code um, or a preview code, I should say. Uh, it's a game that's coming out on the 18th of April called God's Trigger. Um, it's uh, so I played it on PC and it's a top down uh, twin stick shooter, very reminiscent of. Hotline Miami. I wrote a little preview, which is on the website. Um, you, you play as an angel and a demon. You can play it in co-op uh, and uh, or single player. It's that you can both have got different abilities that you need to get through the levels. Uh, but it is very reminiscent, like I said, of Hotline Miami. Just the, the way that you, you know, instant death. You know, you have to plan. Uh, you know, your attacks and everything else. Um, it's very good. Yeah, I, mean, I enjoyed it. Like it seems very, it's very seamless the way that you transition between different characters and you, you know, you plan all your attacks and everything else. Um, so looking forward to seeing that one when it comes out. Uh, like I said, on the 18th of April. Um, check out. I wrote a preview of it on the website if you want to look at sixty minutes with uk. Lovely. <laughs> there you go, Adam. Yes. Uh, my next one is. Me and Rebecca have been playing through new Super Mario Brothers Wii U Switch Deluxe Megaton Ooh. Boogaloo uh, on the Nintendo Switch. I can't remember the full name of the game because it's uh, complicated. Um, yeah, I haven't played that many 2D Marios mm. in reality. They're, they're rock, rock fucking hard, mate. Yeah, I'm finding that out. Um, I said, well, Super Mario, um, Super Mario Land on the Game Boy, I completed yeah. that. Didn't own a NES, but I've played Mario 1 and 3 a little bit. Um, played Super Mario World, not much. Um, so, yeah, yeah my, my main Mario gaming has been with the 3D Marios. And um, obviously the last one was Odyssey. And that generally, apart from the 500 Moon Assault Course thing right at the end of the game, is pretty relaxing for, I'd say, 95% of the game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would this, say the, the 2D Mario's. I would say are the hardcore games to play. Yeah, this isn't this for me hasn't been that relaxing. Um, so I, I, you know, I bought it mainly so we we could play it together because it, it uh, supports up to four players. Um, I can't imagine what it's like with four people on the screen at the same time because with two people on the screen, it's uh, it, oh, it stresses the fuck out of me because. I can control when I'm jumping in that. I get that. But the fact that you do actually bounce and have physics against all the other players as well uh, means that I keep getting jumped on by fucking <laughs> Toadette and flung into lava. Or you bounce off people and into spikes or down a pit or anything. Or for some reason, if you're playing with two people, if you fall off the screen, the screen doesn't zoom out so you can jump back up again. You just die straight away and float in in a bubble. Um, yeah, I've I've been shouting all kinds of obscenities at the screen while playing this. <laughs> fucking cunting gumbers, wanking <laughs> fucking turtles, fucking wanky shitty spikes. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've been getting really irate playing it. And the funny thing about sat there enjoying it. How does it work with two people then? I mean, you're actually just trying to get from A to B, the same thing. Yeah, pretty much A to B, just just two characters. The the bonus is that if one of you dies. Uh, the other one can carry on, and eventually you'll float back on the screen with a bubble oh, inside a bubble. The other ones, then that's cool. But, yeah, but with them, if you play the thing, like, is it the same? That so obviously, if one move, can you get the edge of the screen, and the other person can hold the screen off, like stand? No, then it starts. Moving? 
Yeah, if if the person at the right right side of the screen, if they carry on running, then the screen kind of pushes the other character, i.e., me, pushes them into their death quite a lot, <laughs> which <laughs> which is fun. Um, but you know, for all my swearing and shouting and 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 puffing and puffing, we have made all, we have made our way all the way to Peach's Castle, which we're working our way through at the moment. Um, right, the and overall. It's been fucking good. <laughs> yeah, the funny thing about those 2D Mario games, I mean, I love Mario World and I love I love all the Mario games, pretty much the 2D ones as well. I'm terrible at them. But the, 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 do you remember, you know, Desmond and Darren Gargett? He yeah. is a demon at 2D Mario's. And I learned something from him that they are designed to run constantly. Yeah. They're not designed to dick around and try and jump and grab. And if you actually approach those games with that in mind, you'll be surprised how you can actually get from A to B pretty well, like, yeah. like quicker. Whereas I, but I can't, I can't physically play the game like that. I want to explore. And do, do you know what I mean? It's, it's a bit yeah. different for me, but they are definitely designed for, I, I feel a bit retarded when I play them. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny you should say that because this contains the new Super Luigi DLC that was on the Wii U as oh, well. Yeah. Okay, and that is so that's the same overworld map, uh, but every single level's different. But they're all a lot shorter. You only get if you play as Luigi or any of the other characters, bar the two new characters in the game. You only get a, a timer with a hundred on it. So as soon as you start the level, the music it's obviously sped up because you've got that last hundred seconds to complete the level. Mm. So they're a lot shorter. There's no midway points um, and they're built for basically just running through the whole thing. So it's like all of, yeah, all of the new Luigi levels are almost built for speed running. Um, and they're laid out in such a way as well oh, that okay. you have to ping your way through them. They're a lot harder. Um, Becca's playing her way through those at the moment. Cause I don't think I've got, quite got the patience at the moment. The, the other weird thing I've noticed is when you play it with two two people apart from the bits where you're constantly getting killed by the other person it is weird how you often get in each other's way because you are playing in complete unison so you you're both trying to run in the same spot on the screen you're both trying to jump at exactly the same time uh, it, yeah so what purpose is it to have both on the same screen what's the purpose of it like i think i think the purpose is to I suppose give you more chances of getting through a level yeah, and it's mainly just to play with someone else yeah but um yeah it's weird how you half of your lives get lost because you've both tried to jump on a platform at the same time and you bounce no, off each other yeah but that's what i'm saying i mean you remember then sonic and knuckles you could actually get um uh, not Sonic and Knuckles, but the one that Tails is in. You can use him as the second character to lift up Sonic to get to different Yeah, oh, there's, there's no there's no gameplay uh, features there for having more than one player. I, mean, oh, you know, okay. I suppose primarily it's, it's designed as a one-player game and they've just put extra characters on just so you can play with other people. Um, and it just comes with its own little quirks. That, it's probably you know, I, I thought you'd did. Yeah, I thought you'd be able to jump through each other, so you're essentially you know playing it with... with <laughs> You know, <laughs> a, a ghost, like a ghost, ghost kind of thing. Yeah, pretty much. But no, no, no. You do bounce off each other, which causes causes uh, causes some swearing. But no, it, it is excellent. Because I said I haven't played a. I think the last Mario game I played, I, I think I own New Super Mario Brothers on the DS. Yeah. And before that, but the only other one I've ever owned was on the original Game Boy. So you know, my Mario history 2D wise is not. Like, it's not but, full and fruity but is it one of those things that where you start if you knock off your missus right off the off the leg <laughs> you yeah. laugh and she gets angry and vice versa no she seems to be a lot calmer than me 
because I, I especially yeah. some of the levels are absolute bastards and then you know she'll jump she'll accidentally stomp on my head and i'll fall off the screen or whatever and then she'll go and die one second later so i've not even had a chance to float back on the screen and carry on the level so then you have to start the whole fucking level again that drives me mad it's brilliant because i like i love playing like final fight with uh my daughter and that and uh, there's mm. nothing more fun than just smacking the shit out of her on the screen at the same time or, you know, yeah. and it, honestly it's hilarious because dad what are you doing it's like you know what i'm doing i'm just beating the shit out of you you see that's the same back to me there is there is an element of fun in that you know yeah, I don't mind, but just just stay alive long enough that I can rejoin the game. Don't just fucking die straight away, and then we have to start again. Oh. But no, no, it's it's a quality little. I say little game. It's pretty fucking big, actually. There's loads of secrets and secret doors and entrances and exits and levels everywhere. Uh, yeah. yeah, really good. That's what I don't get. What you just said, Ben, about you know the games are designed to run constantly, but yet there are tons of secrets. You know that you wouldn't get if you just kind of sped through them. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. But I think they, the people who are good at this game can do all of that as well. <laughs> they can uh, kind of they, <laughs> fair enough. To be a good Mario player, there, there is. I mean, honestly, go and look at some of the speed runs on YouTube. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. they're just they're just brilliantly designed games. Which allow for both styles. Of exactly, play. because even just for the casual gamer, it's just there's all that Mario goodness in there, isn't there? That's yeah. entertaining. So yeah, it's good. Cool. Um, ben, one more for me, I think. If that's yeah, okay. I've got I'm one go, more. Too. I'm going to drop one more. I'm going to drop to um, PlayStation Four. Um, picked up Abzu in the sale for four pounds. Mm. It's a great little game. I've got a feeling I want to say it's the same people who made Flower. Would I be right in saying that? It feels like it. Oh, and Journey. It totally feels like it. I think it might have something to do with someone who works well, on someone them, but... who worked there. It's got yeah. that vibe. It's got similar things. You're basically, there we are, basically gaming, everybody on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> you play like a, a diver, and it's just serene and beautiful. So uh, it reminds me of like, did you ever play Echo the Dolphin, the Dreamcast one? No, yeah, play the Mega Drive version. Yeah, all, all that as well. It's got that in the 3D world. So you're a diver who, and I've only done maybe half an hour of it, but it's so relaxing and you're diving through the water and it's beautiful primary colours and all that sort of shizzle. And you can press a button on the controller and it will give out a little beep noise like it did on in Journey. Um, and you'll come across little... Um, <laughs> oh, careful what I said. <laughs> 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 You'll, you'll come across little robots and little robotic things you can pick up off the seat, the bed, and that sort of thing. Um, and I've, I've unlocked two of them so far, like, and they'll sort of guide you and show you different hidden things. And you can get to little sections where uh, all around you they've got different species of fish and different type of water things, and you it will teach you what they are. It's just a really cool experience. You can boost by pressing X. And uh, the reason it made me think of um, Echo the Dolphin on the Dreamcast um because you can sort of swim fast to this to this to the top of the water and do like a big dive out of the water and land back in again which you could do in echo on the mega drive as well couldn't you and sort of jump over out of the water and that sort of stuff it's so beautiful and the audio soundtrack is to die for it's fantastic um, that that four pound it's still on there for another week i think or something like that uh it's an amazing game um really good fun so far it's just it's just they've nailed it really you get to little meditating spots which you can just sit on there and just watch all the that the the fish glide past and yeah it's just a, one of those games it's not a great deal to do as far as i can see but it's a, you know a bit like journey 
as well, which I absolutely adore at the same mm. time. So, yeah, it's fantastic. I looked at it on the Switch. I kind of wanted to buy on the Switch, but I think it's about 15 quid as opposed to £4. So it, it's a big difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my final game, then my last, my big one, I guess. I've been ploughing uh, quite a lot of time into Spider-Man on the PlayStation. <laughs> Oh, God. in your web everywhere, eh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> sticky stuff has been all over this place. Um, you know, sometimes when you hear people say how good a game is and you think, it can't be that good, you know, or it's, it's no, it's not. Like, mm. This is, uh, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. It really is. I can't say enough good things about it in as much as that it's just, it's one of the best superhero games. You know, I think up there, you know, previously you'd have the likes of Arkham uh, Asylum, yeah. uh, you know, and the Batman Superman 64. Game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, you know, Catwoman. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and then, uh, you know, because when we were younger, you know, you'd have like kind of movie tie-ins and superhero tie-in games, yeah. you know. Batman the movie was fantastic. I still oh, played that well, on the Amiga. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, usually by Ocean. Uh, but that was the exception, one of the exceptions to the rule, I think. But generally speaking, there were a lot of shite, weren't there? You played a lovely one on the snares. You did a video of it, you years back a few years ago oh it's batman but... returns yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, that, that was good too but uh yeah so th- but there's a lot of crap out there but this is one of the, i mean like thinking about it 2018 was incredible for sony in terms of its first party games uh you know having played god of war uh you know recently that's amazing uh and then spider-man to come out in the same year is is pretty incredible to, to be honest with you um so yeah i mean it, graphically I, I mean i'm playing it on the the, the pro uh you know with 4k telly and it you know it, it's it looks ama- like you know if you watch the films like this particularly the original spider-man films the, the cg always looks a little bit ropey i know not the nicholas hammond ones i know uh, <laughs> my uh, favorite spider-man oh yeah i love those too yeah. but no like the toby Maguire ones where the the first movie in particular the cg looked a bit dodgy uh they improved with it in the second one but looking back it's still not great this kind of when you're swinging round um, New York, it looks almost photorealistic in places. It looks so good that you know it looks better than the CG in the the movies. Yeah. It looks absolutely incredible. It Can really... I say it does on the stock machine as well? Yeah, because you played a bit of this, haven't you? It's uh, incredible. I mean, Dave's completed it. He, we were yeah. both singing its praises. Yeah, it's yeah. It, so uh, it, the the good, um, it's an open world game, you know. So, and I suppose you could compare it to um, a bit like Arkham City, in as much as you know. The, and that was one of the things that they kind of, uh, I suppose, people criticised the Batman games for that they turned Batman into Spider Man because you know you can like just fly anywhere, you know. But the swinging, the sense of speed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, you know the the, the 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 sense of inertia and the weight when you're actually swinging round new york is um, it's mind-blowing absolutely yeah. mind-blowing how good it is the audio uh, as well that goes in tandem with it it just the cues the audio cues don't you think really as soon as you start swinging and get swinging even more it just builds it's incredible yeah. Yeah, the the speed, then there's, you know, you can unlock new moves and the fighting, the combat. And this is why it does owe a lot, I think, to the Batman games. It, it, you know, the, the, there's a rhythm to it. It's not quite as, um, 
you know, kind of uh, tap the buttons at the right time. There's more moves. And at first, when you start playing it, I, I felt a bit overwhelmed with the amount of things that you got to learn, like the, you know, the moves, the swinging, the grabbing onto things uh, and everything else. But you, you, yeah, so. <laughs> uh, but, but, yeah. <laughs> but you, you, you quite quickly get to grips with it. Um, you know, and, and, it, it, and it is... Um, the story, um, I would say it's slow. It's it's it, it, for me because the way I've done it is it, it, with most open world games. You know, um, there's a main story and then the side missions. But and with every you know open world game these days, there are optional things that you can do. Um, but the way it introduces them, it does it fairly cleverly. In as much as that, you know, there's you progress with the story, then it will say there are these things over here that you can do. You don't have to if you don't want to, but you can do. Then if you do a bit more story, it will introduce more uh, extra things, you know, and and, and th things like that. L like Dave, I've found that I've been enjoying the game so much that I've been just doing everything. I've been mopping up absolutely everything. Do, you know, th th these extra things. Sorry. Because <laughs> you don't want it. You don't. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> Never mop up, mate. Yeah. No, get her to do that. Anyway. <laughs> get her. Get her. <laughs> well, if you can get her out of the kitchen. Yeah, um, but <laughs> there is a point to doing the side stuff because you unlock uh, tokens, which then you can help to unlock new suits, new uh, attacks, new powers. Um, it's 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 got to be up there as one of the best uh, superhero games I think ever ever made. Um, you know, it, it it just one of the I think one of because you think with some of these games, you know how. Like, like I said earlier on, how can it be that good? But it's just, it doesn't do anything particularly new. Like, you know, you've, you've done a lot of the things that you have done in other games, like I said, so the Batman games and stuff like that. But it does it so well and it, it does it so, you know, confidently. And, the, the, the you know, the, 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 the graphics, the, the facial animations of, of everything is so good. Um, it's like they're, they're not afraid to zoom in on like some of the main characters. Like there's a, you know, one of the characters that you meet, it zooms right into his face. You can literally see all the pores in yeah. his skin and it's so detailed and so amazing to look at. And you think this is just fucking another level, really. It, you think uh, though, like you say, do you remember playing the original um, PlayStation Spider-Man, which came out on the Dreamcast as well? And they've, they've constantly just got better and better and better because i love the cell shaded one as well that spider-man on the xbox probably that, and the playstation 2 is that the shattered dimensions one or something no no, no that no. was later on that was on ps oh no you could be right yeah but they, they i think all of those spidey games have always been pretty cool always given that sense of the swinging part has always given <laughs> that sense of re it just feels good to play you know it gives you that good feeling yeah but like you say, it's this seamlessness. There's no, it's just going in and out of fucking the, the, the CG, you know, the actual, um, uh, what's the word? The FMV, not FMV, what the fuck? I'm going back to the 90s, 80s, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's all seamless. Yeah, and I think, it, like, you're right. If they don't, I've not played God of War, but I'm imagining it's the same there it's, as well. No, I think God of War is, is better. I mean, there are oh, well. there are transitions yeah. that, like, there's, like, little loading screens and stuff like that, particularly when it transitions from night to day. Whereas right. with God of War, it is literally one That's whole, whole thing. I mean, if you play God of War, and you, there are no... The, the cutscenes and the game are the are just one. You know, there's wow. there's no there's no loading, there's no nothing. It's just literally one thing. Whereas this, there are some loading. But in terms of the just the um, 
yeah, it just gameplay. You know, they're fast. You can fast travel, but I never want to. I just want to swing around and just, you know, it just, <laughs> it does. It's, it just feels so much fun. It is absolutely amazing. Uh, and you know, I'm like Dave. I'm seventy five percent in, and I'm I'm doing everything. And and you know, this I've still got three lots of DLC to play. Uh, and and I'm so pleased for um for the developers whose name escapes me uh they insomniac, did it? insomniac that's it yeah because yeah. sunset uh, overdrive was good but i think uh it didn't hit its audience and with it being an exclusive as well that, that hurt it uh i know that this is a, an exclusive to playstation but it's got a much bigger um uh, uh, base you know in terms of consoles out there um and i think it just it generally feels better to play like ratchet and clank was fucking amazing as well yeah. you know the, the remake of that was uh, yeah they know how to get the most out of these machines don't they oh they do now yeah, yeah so yeah brilliant i know adam you haven't got it yet but i highly recommend if you can get it you know and, well i'll tell you uh, what though it's one of those ones that won't drop in fucking price i'll tell you that i think i've seen it for 30 quid um yeah. on the store at one point but oh, okay yeah, it's uh, it's a cracker, really is. Yeah, I'm I'm flabbergasted. I haven't picked it up yet because I know I'll love it. Yeah. Who knows? And your your new shiny new telly as well. It'll look fucking awesome. Mm, yeah, things do look quite nice on that. I'll have to admit. I want that and God of War. They're the two I kind of want on PS4. I think. Yeah. There you go. Cool. That's it. That's my games. The reason I say I want the Spider-Man is because it's been taken away from me. My daughter's taking it back. So oh, how dare she? Bitch. <laughs> 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 oh, I love her. Uh, oh, Adam, I think that's it then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I've got one more. So we're going to go from swinging. Um, I'm going to put my VR headset on into the wonderful world of fisting. Ooh. So, yeah, I've been playing uh, Creed in VR. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, yeah. I don't yeah. know why, but that just sounds shit to me. It does sound shit, yeah. <laughs> It's not well. It is, but it isn't. You know, as a as, you know, it follows the storyline of the first Creed film pretty much. Um, as a game, there's not really much to it, and I only picked it up because I had a, I had some uh, credit on the store, so it only cost me I think two or three quid. Um, outside of that, so I was fine with that, and it was in sale. Um, yeah, gameplay wise, it's literally a bit of training, which is a load of mini games. Uh, you. You start off in a gym um, and you've got a trainer who's not Sylvester Stallone. Uh, he pops up later, although he's still not Sylvester Stallone. He's just a weird a weird approximation of uh, Sylvester mm. Stallone, which they've never managed to get Sylvester Stallone right in any kind of fashion in any games. Is even if you go back to video games. Hey? Is he anti-video games? I don't think so. I just think he's got a face that's really hard to fucking model because he's so <laughs> weird looking. <laughs> Because even if you go back go back to the old Rocky games, he don't look right. He doesn't look like him. People have tried, but he always looks a bit like a cauliflower. It's the same in this game. <laughs> the cauliflower is, isn't he, mate? That's why. Yeah. But, well, he's got cauliflower face. Yeah, so you, you, all, you, all you do is a few little trading mini games that last a couple of minutes um, on... Uh, like speed bag things, punch bags, training dummies, a bit of running where you have to swing your arms backwards and forwards like an idiot. Uh, <laughs> and, then you, and then you get into the ring and into the fight itself. Um... <laughs> is there lots of pushback by this point? There is, yeah. The force, the force feedback is is. is a... Are there any brown girls in there? 
<laughs> oh, I've got a right boner M on now. So. Boner M. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, you say it looks shit, but boxing in VR is obviously obviously just Much works better. well. Yeah, yeah, because you know you're you're life size. Well, you're not like well, of course you're life size because you're alive. <laughs> you're stood in front of a character who's as tall as you, or it feels like it. You've got a move controller on each hand. You can duck and weave and that by moving, and you throw fists at people's faces, and it's. Uh... <laughs> but does it like connect? Like, does it the does it like distort the other guy's face when you're hitting it? That sort of thing. Well, it makes them. Well, I don't know because I'm too busy dodging and stuff. But it does feel quite nice to dodge a massive incoming fist, and then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then catch someone in the sweet spot with a great big uppercut. It's um, it yeah, it's it's a sweaty game. It's a very sweaty game. Um, I had to take my headset off because I I had to wipe the insides out because I I dribbled all over it, made a bit of a mess. But uh, no, it's it's it was quite fun. I wouldn't. Yeah, I think it's twenty five quid normally. I wouldn't justify that kind of price. But just working your way through the training and then going to these different fights and. Uh, beating the fuck out of people is really good. Um, I, love punch, I love the punch-out games on... Uh, I love the original. I love all of them. The SNES one, the original NES. But I love the Wii game with the nunchucks. That was brilliant. That really worked. Yeah. Did you ever play it? Yeah. I didn't. No. Uh, <laughs> I don't agree with that. <laughs> no, it was yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you say, all of these are great. That, that It's quite funny because I bet if you watch it on the screen, it looks diabolical. Yeah, you know that. Yeah, and it is again. It's trying to sell. I know Alan from um, you know the Wild Arrivals asked us to try and talk about the VR. Is it worth and that sort of thing? But it is a hard sell. It really is hard until you Absolutely. see it. Absolutely, you've got to try it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But most yeah. definitely, yeah, buy it. Fuck, yeah, I would say. But yeah, no, you've got it's... new vibes. <laughs> so we talk over you again. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> you got this new Vive bit of kit that's all completely wireless. Michael Jackson was a paedophile. <laughs> <laughs> he likes feet. <laughs> that's an old John Cleese joke, by the way. No, it's not. It's not John Cleese. John Cleese made that joke in 40 Towers. Do you remember that one, the psychiatrist? And they were paediatricians. And he went, feet? <laughs> that's <a fucking> idiot. <laughs> anyway, classic. So I'll nick that one. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't much to say, but it, it, it's just good fucking fun. You know the way you said um, Super Hot was really like playing that was yeah. physical, S similar kind of thing. I, I played a demo. I played the demo of Super Hot as well. And thought that was great, so I'm going to pick oh, it up mate. at some point. But yeah, it's just the immersion. It's um, the immersion and getting to beat people up. I've got to say, uh, it's still a ball lake for whatever reason. And my son agrees. We both bought we both bought our PSVRs at the same time. And there is just an element of can't be arsonist to putting it on. Which is weird because if you have it all plugged in, it's a case of picking it up and putting it on your head. It is, but it's not just me saying that. My son's got way more time than I've got. And even he says, but it's one of those things, it's actually quite nice in a way because when you do put it on, you sort of spend quite some time in there and it's fantastic experience every time. Yeah. So. 
you know, you're not gonna whack it out all the time. If anything, I look like <laughs> a right fuck. <laughs> if anything, I look a right idiot. I, I do that thing where I put all the headset on, and I don't know what it is, whether I breathe through my mouth or not, but it always fucking the, the, the eye bits always seem to steam up for me yeah. every time. And I, I don't know what that's all about, but at the same time, I always put it all on and then realize that I don't know where the controller is. Oh, that's annoying, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I look like a fucking idiot trying to find it on the carpet. <laughs> yes. You, you put you put the controllers down, yeah, the move controllers down. You put the head on, and then you've got, yeah, stucky yeah, blind man on the floor but, routine. But, but it's to stay, isn't it? The VAR is, is an amazing piece of kit. It really is. So yeah. I want to try and get Skyrim in that when it comes out again, you know, cheap. So, yeah. 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 Mm. And we, that's me. That's it. That's awesome. Are we, are we good then? Are we mm. finished? I That's think we're all good. We're not falling out or anything, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. All right, should we come back with some uh, some shout outs then? Oh, yeah. Yes. Come on, yes, I. The beautiful day, motherfucker. Hey, bastard. I didn't know you were filming. Motherfucker, let me come down. That's right. It's too deep. Ow, come on. This is a bad day, motherfucker. This is the most beautiful part of the day. The dawn. I love the dawn. And the dawn loves me. Come on. Give my bad self. That's right. Check it out. I got the elephant man bones. You can buy this shit from IKEA. It's the elephant man bones lampshade ensemble. That's right. Today, I'm going to do some painting. Check this out. Because this helped me be all creative when I'm doing my songs and shit. So I'm painting my best motherfucking bitch right down here. Liz Taylor, bitch. Liz Taylor, you all right? I'm fine, Michael. I'm fine. Just get the painting done, you little motherfucker. Liz Taylor wants to go to Taco Bell. <laughs> That's right. So I'm using burgundy and blue. So check it out. This is what we got. This is what we got. Burgundy, 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 burgundy. Blue, 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 blue. Back to burgundy, 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 burgundy. And that's Billy Jean right there. I just invented that before your very motherfucking eyes. You can go buy that. Send that shit. It's true. Ow! Ow! Okay, we're back for the closing. Uh, we've got some lo- lots of shout outs and stuff. So, Adam, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, I'll, obviously, I'll shout out you two uh, for joining. Fucking joining Bono again. again. Fucking hell, what's he ever done? Who? Who? Bono. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say you too, apart from Bono, because he's a prick. <laughs> so, yeah. no, um, Podcast-wise, um, obviously, you know, we, or you, rather than me, we've been talking to the Wilder Ride Guides a lot over the last few months. Um, I started to listen to the Blazing Saddles uh, from the start. I'll, at some point, I will go back and listen to Young Frankenstein. But no, um, no, their show's really, really good. Really, really enjoying it. Um I was intrigued about how they they do a minute per show, but it works fantastic. That's some good guests on there. Apparently, they've got a couple of right fucking idiots coming up soon. But, um, <laughs> I'll skip those episodes. But no, that's no, no way to talk about Dave and Tina. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so yeah, no huge shout out to Alan and Walt because they've got a fucking cracking show there. And I think I don't know what episode it was on, possibly one of last week's. Uh, I think it was Alan who did an impression of Mr. Burns, and it was fucking tremendous. Yeah, he's got some voices going. Yeah, Mm. Yeah. really, Uh, really good. But along with everyone else on this show, I'll recommend that, definitely. Well, I know it's like you said, uh, your episodes are still to come, but, you you know, you said that you recorded for like four hours for 
how many minutes? Well, every episode, you've got to bear in mind, would be 45 minutes long, generally. Okay. Because we just, you end up talking about so much, uh, going, you know, off the beaten trail like we do on this show as well, you know? So, but yeah, it's so in, in, interesting. I, mean, I can't remember what the fuck I said now, uh, but it was a, a, a constant laugh and really interesting. So, yeah. I think they record a fair few in advance, don't they? Before yeah. they start releasing them. Well, they have because... to, because you think Alan's got to oh, yeah. edit all those bastards as well. And if you yeah. consider that every vulgarity uh, has to be bleeped out, because he likes to have a family-friendly show. Yeah. I mean, I tried to fuck him up loads of times. <laughs> it was great fun. Absolutely great fun. So, amazing. Yeah. Cool. Anyways, do your shout yeah. out. <laughs> uh, oh, <listen. laughs> so, the only other thing, can I just shout out three people uh, briefly? Um, I did a little thing i don't i don't like pimping anything kind of out but i put a thing up about my brother doing a bike ride um yeah, and yeah. a couple of people uh chipped in for the thing so i think uh, mr a wilkinson might have been a lister i'm not entirely sure though because he didn't put any notes but i don't know him and my brother don't know him so i'm assuming it might have come from that uh our good green-blooded irish friend colm colm sheridan Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Hello there, Mr. Potato. <laughs> he, um, yeah, he was kind enough. And then some drooling pervert called Christopher Jellyman as well. <laughs> uh, but no. I've got to say, I didn't said, see it, mate. I'm really sorry. No, it's, well, it's, I don't like pimping stuff out and asking that. But yeah, he does. You're money just to ride a bike. I can do that easy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How old yeah. are you? 12? How old is he? No, I'm joking. <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably a really serious subject that I'm happening to take the piss out of. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to say it's cerebral palsy, but I don't think it is. <laughs> well, they, can't, they can't fucking Cystic ride, fibrosis as well, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen them trying to ride a bike? <laughs> They're all over the place. <laughs> Just see them on a unicycle. <laughs> how is your brother obviously because he's doing this bike ride because he had a pretty bad accident was it like, uh, a couple of years yeah, ago yeah he got it? he got his legs caught in a well he had a huge car crash years ago he'd done his legs in then he got his legs caught in a steel cutting machine last year yeah. as you do <laughs> so, but no he's 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 well on the way <laughs> to recovery it's not funny man. <laughs> <laughs> you make me laugh man <laughs> His legs got a mind of the road or something. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's what we do, us British people. Love bad things. Oh, we're so uncouth. <laughs> but, uh, no, he, he's, he's all right now. He, he's getting back. But he's just turned into one of these little lycra clad Nazis on the road on their little pedal bikes. So. Oh, okay. Fair uh, enough, okay, cool. Um, Alan Wilkinson, uh, he's on Twitter. He does follow us. He's been a, a listener of the same coin. I listener. thought he had, but... So. Everyone else put a note on it just to so I could remember who they were, but he he left his blank. So thank you, Alan. You are you are a star. Mm. He's always been a real supporter. Of yeah. Us. yeah, fantastic. Yeah, cool. You got anything else? Oh, syphilis, AIDS, that kind of stuff. But apart <laughs> from that, um, where shall I go then? <laughs> I'll see you later. Then. <laughs> uh, right, I've got some Twitter sh uh, shout outs. I mean, lots of people contact us on Twitter and you know, say looking forward to the show. Um, but in particular, people who direct messaged me this month or last month, um, Steve at Steve SJB sent me a lovely message. So, thank you to him. Uh, it's always lovely when people take the time to just send you a message. Uh, Robert Hughes. 
Was it a dick pic? It didn't send me a pic. So I'm at, send me some pics, Steve, of your cock. Um, but yeah, um, and it's always nice when people say that, you know, people have been through bad times and, and we've helped them through it in some way, you know, just listening to us, which um, that, you know, like we've said it before, just kind of brings things back home, doesn't it? You know, just, um, yeah. So uh, Rob Hughes, um, uh, Rob lcfc84 on twitter sent me a lovely message as well uh this was a new person i've never actually had any, any dealings with on twitter as such it's only quite formal eh? uh <laughs> I, I, it's coe nut i think at c-h-o-e-n-u-t yeah. um you you spoke to well i'm assuming it's a female because it looks like there's a picture of a female. It's an, She's an, very new on there, I think, or certainly interacting with us. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so you you chatted very briefly on Twitter as well. So, mm. yeah, they, they she say they. I don't know. If it's, it's she. Is it she? Yes. Could be transgender. <laughs> uh, well, uh, yeah. She, oh fuck it, uh, <laughs> sent me uh, some nice DMs. As Dick well. pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice DMs. What size? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, Alan Brown again sent me some nice messages, and I've got to say as well, legendary Whizball. I've been feeling his pain over the past couple of weeks. Um, have you heard of this Mega SG that's been released? Basically? Yeah, that's that expensive Mega Drive, edit which does stuff properly, apparently. Yeah, so it's uh, you know, it, it, 1080p, you can plug it into your TV, and compatible with uh. You know, Mega Drive, Master System games, uh, you plug your cartridges in and it does all the whiz-bang bollocks and all that shit. Well, anyway, he's ordered one for, he's had it on order since day one, apparently, and I've been following him on Twitter. They sent it out to him finally. They sent him the wrong version, the wrong colour. He's been trying to get hold of them on Twitter. This is Analog, who make them, apparently, and they just totally ignored him. And the, he's also found out that he, it's going to cost him $120 to send it back to them. Uh, Where's he sending it to the moon? <laughs> I think, well, because he, I think he's in Singapore. So, uh, yeah. Um, uh, There's a make... lot of these retro console companies popping up. Have you noticed? Yeah. And they... a lot of you, a little bit dubious, a few of them, I think. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think this one's fairly legit in as much as that. I mean, they've been featured on Digital Foundry, uh, you know, that they've reviewed the latest console and that sort of stuff. But that's a bit pretty shitty, isn't it, really? Yeah. To take somebody's money yeah. day one oh, uh, and then not have anything to do with them when things go wrong. It's so it's, I, I've been sort of like, you know, I haven't said anything to him, but he, I felt his pain. You know, he's been waiting for something. You know, you wait for something for so oh, long, yeah. you're excited and then it's wrong and it's uh, you want to, it's not right. So anyway. Uh, little shout out to him. Well, it's, was... it's like those kids of virginity and Michael Jackson, isn't it? You're waiting all that time to lose it, and then it's just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Uh, but that's about it, you guys as well. Because, like you know, like I said at the beginning of the show, to sort of like uh, I do look forward to these shows because yeah. they uh, help to get me back on track uh, mentally and everything else. So there you go. Oh, can I have a quick couple of uh, shout outs? Yeah, it's your turn. You two guys, obviously, fantastic. I've had a really good laugh again. Just what the doctor ordered. Um, awesome stuff. I've still got a load of shows to catch up on, um, to listen to, which I've got in my backlog, which I will do. Um, obviously, Dave and Tina, too. Awesome stuff. Uh, shout out to my beauty, um, Nikki, who's just been incredible support for me, um, especially around my gonad area. It's been fantastic. Um, 
And also, yeah, um, just uh, Alan and Walt from The Wilder Ride. I'm just going to repeat that again, because as like you said, me and Dave went on and had an absolute blast. And I've, I've never had so much fun on WhatsApp just chatting back and forwards with um, two Americans, if I'm honest. They're just uh, fantastic, you know. Got one inbred one from the south, and then you've got <laughs> Alan, who I'm not sure where he's from, but no, they're both from Georgia, I believe, or they're certainly not, that's where they, they reside at the moment, but really check their show out, because I think the best episodes are to come with me and Dave, and Tina apparently went down a treat as well, but their show is just incredible, and uh, yeah, I really appreciate the asking us to go on there, uh, it was awesome. Um, who else, who else, who else? Um, just... Just uh, that's it, I think, really, for me. There's no other podcast I want to shout out. Um, no. Uh, we're going to do the Clint cast, obviously, this month, like I mentioned earlier. So that will definitely be on the feed near the end of the month. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing that. There's been mm. lots of interest in that. So, yeah. Brilliant. Uh, and as well, I would encourage you, Ben, to do a sound check show on Dire Straits. Uh, oh, I will do that. And it's not just them. I want to do it on all sorts of things. Yeah, because they're good. Know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just, um, just uh, I just want, I need to be productive. You know, that's what it boils down to but, with me. You know, if you wanted any help with the editing and stuff like that, I mean, just record yeah. the audio and then uh, uh, cool. tell me what songs you want to put in and I'll do that. So, no, so. that's awesome. Thank you. So I'd like to hear about you talk about that. So, yeah, uh, there you go. And you, Adam, as well, if you, oh, no, you, 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 well, you've done, ed you edited that show when you did it on your own once, didn't I you? I so. did. It was fucking amazing as well. I don't have a clue what I was doing. Oh, it's really good. Uh, there you go. Uh, okay, cool. Right, well, uh, check us out. Thank you all for listening, by the way. And uh, check us out at uh, 16minuteswith.co.uk. Um, amazing website with all the shows, reviews, everything else, all that gubbins. Uh, at 60 Minutes With on Twitter, I'm at Dastardly Jabby. Ben, you're at... Uh, XX40XX. And Adam. I'm at Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't really laugh so much at that should we but still yeah fuck it it's funny well, i think we had our serious chat last week about it so you've got to be you know got to play devil's advocate on this show you know yeah you've got to balance it out haven't you yeah. anyway uh so yeah, send all complaints to dave um <laughs> and, uh, we'll see you next month for some more amazing oh, i can't stuff. wait yeah we'll say bye bye everybody bye 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 Damn old motherfucker. <laughs> Did you ever watch Bo Selector? Used to. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that's fucking that... Keith Lemon, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm all good actually. I'm, I'm groovy. Cool. Okay. I'll set. I'm just gonna just get Nick. Nick, you're gonna poo. <laughs> She's gone. I was hoping to get her to wang the kettle on. Dexter. That's, <laughs> 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 well, That's brilliant. How far it's been? Fuck me on that WhatsApp just over the last few months. God. Oh, we haven't done your anus update. Oh, bollocks. Oh. I haven't got any problems down there, really, at all. That's all cleared up nicely. A little bit of problem around the back end when I do a large turd. 
Um, but um, <laughs> maybe put this in the extras. Stabby, I'll, put, I'll, I'll put this at the end. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's just it's a little bit of soreness here and there. It's all worked. Yeah. It's all pretty a bit of a, you know, the, the, who, who would have thought the fruit and veg really does help? You know, it's crazy. It but, does, yeah. 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 And more anal sex. <laughs> 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 it chopped uh, it up nicely when it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> or does it compact it? Maybe that's the problem. I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> you, <you> good? <laughs> okay. Cool. That's awesome, man. Thank yeah. you so much, Qualities, guys. guys. That's, that's yeah. great stuff. Uh, cool. Right. Well, I'll speak to you on WhatsApp. No doubt. Send you some farts and shit like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's see who we can offend this this month. Yeah, we're desperately trying. I don't think anybody's actually said anything to us. I think the no. only time that anybody has ever complained about anything was that time when I did that game burst advert um, quiz years ago. Do you remember? That was ridiculous. Yeah, Jimmy. What was that one over? I can't remember. Uh, I, I made a, a quip about uh, trans, <laughs> transgender or something. Oh, like we moved on. Oh, it's a <laughs> hornet's nest. <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> fucking tranny. Uh, they can <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Uh, <laughs> You're going to include that in the outtakes. <laughs> I did notice today, funnily enough, there was, you know, you got the LB, whatever kids, I always think like Britain's Got Talent, the LGBT, whatever it is, right? They've got another letter, they put a Q on the end of it. What the fuck's that for? Queer. Queer? <laughs> think about it, Adam, please. <laughs> Straight in there. Because uh, I thought so, but it wouldn't be queer, you know? So. No, what does that stand for? Check it out, honestly. Quip, I've seen it. Quim, quiff, <laughs> quaver. What I don't know. Quincy. Quite, quite. I don't know. I always think the gays smell of quavers. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, guys. Bye. See you later. Bye. 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 Bye.